2: Thank you. And welcome to Book Cheat, the book club podcast where I've read the book so you don't have to. My name is Dave Wanneke, and on each episode of this show, we look at one of the classics. Hey. And
1: joining me to look at such a classic <laughs> this week from yeah. Auntie Donna, it's Broden yeah. Kelly hey. and Zachary Ruane. Yes, it is Broden Kelly, Zachary Rowain. And what an honor it is to be here, um, just proliferating the, the written word, you know? Absolutely. Can
0: I do an a cappella introduction song to your other podcast? Please. Uh, do go
2: on. Okay, I'd love to hear it. And they go.
0: Yeah. So there you go.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Can I know we it's use not that?
0: this podcast. I know it's not the actual music. I know I was just doing it with my mouth. <laughs> I know it's irrelevant. But you can
1: do lots of things with your mouth. Oh yeah. You can eat chocolates. <laughs> really? You can um, read your favourite poems oh, aloud. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Broden! <laughs> you can Broden read aloud a book, and that's why we're here today to talk about. Hey, I want to give you a heads up. Thank you so much. I wouldn't normally give this heads up. I'd normally try to like keep the sheen of professionalism, <laughs> but um, we're on we're on a press. Day, today, today. Yeah. So I'm part of a junket and I'm honoured. In, yeah. in a way, yes, today, it is our press junket.
0: Today is ABC News Breakfast. ABC News Breakfast. National okay. live radio, uh, television, sorry.
2: Television program.
0: Today, then we're on Today Extra with uh, uh, David Campbell and David Sylvia the Jeffrey. David Campbell. Big fan of
2: David Campbell. Oh, I love David
0: Campbell. What a voice. Then you, then the project. <laughs>
1: it's a national right. So program. if you were to rank those four.
0: As far as, like, le- like legitimate reach and engagement and, like... Yeah, and let's
1: be real here about television.
0: Yeah. Like, if you're looking for... Waffle, 20 years
1: actually, ago, maybe.
0: Which, which platform has the most people engaged listening? You're number one.
2: <laughs> Cop that, David.
0: Then I would say ABC. i got to say,
1: ABC, since this morning, it's we're recording this at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. I've had two people. We had a woman uh, open the door. Oh, get this.
0: Yeah. We, were, we, we did the show this morning at South Bank, got in a car, drove to work. A, a woman and her daughter pulled down the window
1: and said, we just watched you on television. No. And then we got to work and a man in a high-vis vest was like, you were, you were so funny on ABC Breakfast this morning. <laughs> wow. So, okay, maybe n- n- number yeah, one. Yeah, well, I've been recognised twice. What have I
2: told you that yesterday I got recognised by a worker at Officeworks from my podcast? I believe that. Seconds that after saying to his colleague, no, I don't want to round up my purchase for charity. <laughs> and the guy's like, Dave, I love your work. I'm like, oh, God, I really wish I'd said yes now. Yeah, yeah. well, Always round
1: up. <laughs> that's...
0: it's. You know, if the company wants you to initiate things like rounding up for charity, mm-hmm. West Farm is it West Farmers? Who owns Big W? The the Woolworths
1: one. Mm-hmm. they they can afford to Yeah, why don't they round up to thirty percent tax? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a tax write-off. That's what it is. That's why I'm here's here's my thing, right? Here's what you, I would it's have said funny that you got recognized in an office works. Mm-hmm. I think that's apropos considering your podcast. Pages, paper. I we <laughs> always without fail get recognized at JB Hi-Fi's really <laughs> yeah. so and i think that just is a funny little like idea <laughs> yeah. you know you we, we what we need to do when we is like for our privacy maybe mm. is I, you need to get us we'll get you pens pencils paper big things of coffee dvds but you get us dvds mm. televisions and we sort of set up a system um, where we do that mm. You ever need to borrow a book from a library, we've got going to say,
0: you know where Warnakey fans live? Where? The library. <laughs> yeah. I love the library. Because you are a, a rich well of knowledge and history and information.
1: Thank it's you. interesting. And it's pies. like it's <laughs> <that> <laughs> interesting things. Um, but the reason I brought up this press junket is because I'm not a morning person um, and last night I couldn't sleep. Was it because I was on TikTok? Yes. Love TikTok. It's the future. (laughs) Couldn't sleep uh, and had to get up at like 5am to do this ABC News breakfast. I am running on an hour and a half of sleep. Oh, that's not enough. Maybe two, but I think an hour Uh, and a half. And
0: I slept well last night. (laughs) Great. But I had nightmares (laughs) and I'm not joking about this. I had nightmares about Ukraine.
1: Oh, that's for oh. on. And I
0: had new nightmares about Russia taking Kyiv.
1: I had a nightmare. Isn't that
0: weird that I had that nightmare? <laughs> yeah, I, I had
1: a nightmare the other night where someone was in my bed attacking me in the bed I was in, and then I fell out of the bed. No, and then and then they started and then they grabbed me and were pulling me like faster than a car, and then the the. The, the cavern between the bed and my wall continued in a surrealist fashion as I was being dragged by this uh, anonymous, faceless demonic force and mm. and dragged into this absurdist canyon between my bed and the wall. And it was all within the room that I was in, so I felt like I was awake, um, but I, it was fully a nightmare. It wasn't like one of those half awake mm. sort of yeah you're in there that make me consider inpatient care. No, it was a full nightmare, but set in the room I was in, horrific and Terrifying, it mm. sounds like a 1990s like Radiohead film clip, yeah. The all like just expands a, and you're flying out, or like a Wes Craven horror, <laughs> yeah. you know. It felt very, I was like, I should write this down if I ever make a horror, put it in the little horror, and then you know, and then someone goes, There's not enough of a budget, and I go, oh, Okay, and just <laughs> Don't worry, do it in a normal room. I guess it's fine. As I just, I mean, it really is very specific to a nightmare. <laughs> <sighs> Um, so I just wanted to let you know if I go with a little off topic, if I talk about um, the fact I haven't slept for 20 minutes of the pod, that's why, But I, you can I, wrangle me. I, I dreamt about war. Yeah. I'm not nor
0: a soldier nor a Ukrainian.
1: It, it is not. Alita does not dream of war, but they are prepared for when it comes. A <laughs> Alita. A leader oh. does not dream of war, <laughs> but they are prepared for I've been when it comes. About Do you know who battle said that? Angel. No, a, le- a leader. Leader, battle angel. It, it is a leader, battle angel with the eyes, big eyes. Yeah. Do you know who said that? Do you know who said that? That quote I just said. Uh, Me, just there. Whoa! Whoa. Wow! You know, it's a
2: brave man who's uh, willing to quote themselves <laughs> and then credit
1: themselves <laughs> in the moment. Though yeah, it's wow. not really a quote because I came up with it as I that's, said. That's that's good though. Yeah, you Winston Churchill quoted himself? All the time, yeah. What do you reckon, Broden?
0: I've got nothing. I I um I uh, recently watched Operation Mince Meat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. Um, it is a absolute five out of ten movie. Um, damn out of
1: ten. Damn, damn. I watched the other day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sound out, 5 <laughs> stuff. out of ten.
2: <laughs> oh, I was thinking, shit, I got to see this. Yeah, church um, Churchill was in it. it wait for a plane. I uh, I
1: just it. watched Sound of Metal. Does it have anything to do with it, what we're promoting, with the book you read, the thing you just said? No, but it's the thing I just watched. And I give it nine and a half out of 10. Out of 10?
0: Wow. Sound of metal. Yeah,
1: with Riz Ahmed and Olivia Cook.
0: Oh, yeah. Is that one who's losing his hearing? With, yeah. mean, yeah, yeah.
1: Fuck, it's good. Real good. And the two leads are British, so I thought it was going to be British, and then they were talking American, and I was like, okay, we're in America.
0: There are British people pretending to be American. The actors were British, so I just assumed
1: it was a British film. Mm. And then they were like, hey, how are you going? That'll often
0: happen. Yeah. Road to Perdition, right? Yeah. Sam Mendes, his big film after um, American Beauty, in my opinion. Severely underrated. It's actually a of that era classic. Thomas Newman, best composer of that generation. Tom Hanks, peak Tom Hanks. Uh, Sam Mendes doing top gear Sam Mendes. It's a gangster film but about a f- – it's it's a fucking classic um, full of British people and it's famous You know, people, good, interesting British actors all being American. Mm. Loved
1: 1917 but I won't go down that. <laughs> I, I like
0: 1917 too. I think people were over war films potentially.
1: And over the single take. Yeah. I, but, but I, I think, think real, we'll loop back around to it. Real classic.
2: If they keep filming long enough. It'll loop back in itself.
1: It's, yeah. <laughs> Time. That's <laughs> a cool single take movie. A single yes. take movie that tricks itself into the beginning and it just is an infinite loop and you put it on YouTube.
0: Yeah. The King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard album Nonagon Infinity is an inf- infinite loop. It just goes round and round. So it ends with the, it like connects beautifully to the start of it. So the idea is they made it that you could listen to this album forever.
1: I'm going to make a thing. And I'm going to put it on like YouTube or Twitch and it's just an infinite loop movie. Oh, yeah. I've, that's just you heard it here first.
2: Write that one down.
0: He's writing that. <laughs> He's thing. writing it down. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, hey, oh, thank another you. thing you wrote down. <gasps> How
1: about that segue? Good.
0: You are Good. one of the best and you always have been since about tonight at hosting things.
1: Thank you. Do you yeah. know who's the best? Who's the best? It's you. And Sam Peterson at Segways. Yeah, you are. You are the two <laughs> kings of Segways. That's what we call ourselves. Do you, I would say, <laughs> you get together and talk yeah, Segway We tips. talk segways. <laughs> hey,
2: what would you say? All right, I'll be them and you be you. That's what how would you Segway? And Jess is the 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 best supporter. What a legendary supporter.
0: Yeah, like you know what I mean? She just buys in. Yeah. You should be talking about the most boring milk toast fucking event in history. <laughs> And she's making you there. You know sure. what I mean? Wow. Yeah.
1: That's all I'd have in me is a couple of wows. Yeah. But she <laughs> she's she's mixes it up. She's a well gag- of couple wows.
2: of
1: wows. <laughs> <Wow-y>. Wow. <laughs> is that really? Oh, that's a crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know when you, someone says a number that's supposed to you know provoke thought, like fifteen thousand liters. Yep. And you're gonna go wow. She really brings the wow.
1: Wow. Where it was one of us, would go oh yeah. She would probably do like a. Alright, no way. Or a and, joke. Or a joke. That's a lot of She's water. She's also very good at she goes a lot
2: That's wild.
1: No, okay, that's yeah. wild. She sort of like a Ranger Stacy type. Yeah, but <laughs> totally. I got a wow. That's all I got. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. That's it. I
2: appreciate the good wow. If I can get a couple of wows out of you, You'll be happy with this episode. Uh-huh. We wrote a book, yes. You wrote a book. Uh the last, you've both been on the show before, but you weren't yeah, published, published authors, authors, authors before. That's where we got the. So idea congratulations!
0: as well I um, we separately were on your podcast. I was yeah. on, uh, I think a Bronte one. A Bronte sister wrote one. I believe
1: mm-hmm. it was, it was
2: a, a Jane Austen
0: Persuasion.
2: Yeah.
1: Persuasion, mm. yeah. And I was on the Hungry Hungry Caterpillar. <laughs> That's in memoriam right. The, ever... the week
2: that Eric Carl died. That's right. <laughs> 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 in, <laughs> memoriam. in memoriam, in you... memoriam, we read it out.
1: It it <laughs> it's very Two hours. Very somber. That <laughs> baby. 80, Eighty words took two hours.
0: Would you ever get people on to do book cheat about our book?
2: People have honestly in our um, Do Go On Patreon group have been suggesting that I I do that. And I've been telling them because a couple of people have got their copy of your book, which comes out today. They've Mm. pre-ordered it. And someone posted a photo saying, look, got my copy. And then um, someone commented, Dave should definitely get the guys on to book cheat this book. But I haven't been clever enough to do that.
1: Well, this book.
2: Your book is yeah, called Always
1: Room book. for Christmas Pud. We would have just spent the whole time going, I know.
2: Yeah, yes, exactly.
1: Know, yeah, I'm aware. That's, that's what I
0: thought it'd be weird to... Yeah. That's what Jane Austen was on with me. When we did <laughs> yeah, she would have just
1: been like, I get yes. Yeah. Although there would have been a few where she would have been like, really? Is did that I, what I happened? Because she wouldn't remember at all. It was like 200 she's years a bit, ago. I, she's a bit of a Nancy
0: Myers, <laughs> you know what I mean? Once she got her fucking... You know her her style down. She just knew kept, what. Yeah,
1: because yeah. I think there would be bits she doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but was that not the case? Was she pretty on top of the story? Or? Well,
0: she was bluffing through, and she was on her phone a lot. Unfortunately, yeah. Did you, did you
1: get any wows out of Jane Austen? I can't remember. Did uh,
0: Yeah, no. She was. She did a lot of that's crazy stuff. That's. that's wow. It could have been Jess Perkins. I
2: thinking. I believe it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was you and Jess versus Jane Austen. A lot of walking in that book. I seem
1: to remember. Yeah, up hills.
0: Florida. A lot of hills. she loves bucolic scenery,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. that Jane Austen. Adapters of books of that era love a lady in a dress walking through a field. That's majority of what the books are. Yeah, is it because because that's, that's when I think of an image from those books. when I think of a trailer or a promotional image, it's a pretty lady in yeah. a front, like a, like a heavy dress walking through a field. field a few dandelions around. Yeah. I'm going
0: to make an effort to not read them because I've, I've tried oh. many times. they're actually unreadable. <laughs> and I, I, I admire you for being able to read them.
1: Uh, but I watch the movies that they've made in the eighties about them.
2: <laughs> great, great movies. They're good.
1: I always love my favorite thing about those BBC um, things about those. Are you talking about those adaptations? Mm. Is it's like you get to see the villains of your favorite genre. Amer- the hot. villains of your favorite genre, hot, like film American films of the nineties. You get to see them as the romantic interest. Mm. Like it, you know, you got a Rufus Sewell. Mm. He's playing all the baddies. Mm. Go find yourself a BBC. You'll see him as a Bronte sister love interest. Yeah. Any baddie you like in American te- film, they're playing the love interest five years earlier in Co- a BBC. Oh, I'd love to
2: see Dennis Hopper in that role.
1: Is it Colin? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, I, was really I was just going to jump in. like. <laughs> yeah. a... All right. So, yeah, we're yeah, promoting so, Always
2: Room for Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding, which is out today. Congratulations. It's beautiful. Thank it, you. Listen to this. Hard, oh, hard a copy co- cover, beautiful, beautiful stuff. It's the anniversary 30 year edition. Mm. <laughs> what a time! Um, <laughs> yeah, t- so t- tell us a little read bit about the, the, book. Read the read the quotes in there, uh, in, at the front or on the
0: back. The quotes who people who approved of this book. So, uh, praise okay, for always room for Christmas,
1: right?
2: So, uh, Andy Griffiths, famous How children author, and he what did came. he say? He said, Pud, 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 good, 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 right. And that's all the most Andy
1: Griffiths. All caps, that's yeah. great. He came to our show once as a fan, and we didn't know who was—just some 50 year old really? dude. Yeah. Well, how about we actually? Have you have you seen the other names? No, I haven't. I'm gonna I'm gonna read the quote. Yeah, you okay. can guess yes, who said yes, it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we started. <laughs> okay. We started with Andy Griffiths. So put. Pud helped me win a dance competition. I will forever be grateful. Ooh. So think dance. dance. And uh, see
2: so if won the Dancing with the Stars?
1: Oh, oh that's wow. good. Is that your that's guess? That's good. That's, that's your guess? No, it was Andy Lee. Andy Lee. And, and I should Andy s- fame. say to anyone yeah. listening. <laughs> I, I do know. Legally. <laughs> Andy Lee. <who? laughs> legally, we cannot, we cannot fake these quotes. No, We've had to. These so people. legally, yeah,
2: so you... Did you have a meeting with a lawyer? So about we that? told
1: Penguin we were like, we want to get some funny quotes, and they said you have to get these quotes from. So to prove, did you have to it's like not sort like of a comedy festival
0: poster where you can <laughs> say so? good. <laughs> our you mum, you know? What I mean? Yeah,
2: you can't have that. So, like, did you have to do any setup? Like, and then, hey, how about this? And then you get them on a tape recorder or something. Or? Um, let me tell
1: you, we were in the Twitter DMs. Yeah, okay, got, that's when Twitter here. becomes valuable. You know, hey, would you be okay? Pud is nom nom. Eat it all up.
2: That sounds like a TV chef to me. Like yeah, a, a bit like silly. A, like a
1: Huey. No, he's a bit serious. I think he takes
2: himself quite seriously. No, maybe. Yeah, nom, you don't nom. want to
1: go serious, do you?
2: No, um, someone who who would have a bit of fun with themselves. You know, I think Matt Preston can be quite okay. quite a funny guy. Yeah,
1: Matt Preston. No, that was Tracy Spicer, AM. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. the hard-hitting <laughs> journalist. <laughs> With the Australia medal at the end of her day. That was her pitch to put AM at the end, and I was like, that's very funny. That's Tracy's spots. Well, well played, Tracy. Yes,
0: I think it would be really funny if you put my, um, my knighthood. <laughs> yeah,
1: my, order my, <laughs> my, um, my order of Astro- my so Australian funny. medal. Yeah, that's like, yeah, please. You, you have should to put that in. Yeah, she gave me the AM. Uh, An enchanting Yuletide tale which will. Pud, I love pud. Must have pud, 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 pud. <laughs> so it's got a little dash, and it's like they've changed the course with that. Um. Tony Martin. Sean McAuliffe, very close. Okay. That's good. That was that a good th- one. Okay, yeah.
2: I was thinking a funny guy.
1: That's good. <laughs> when it comes to food, food, so spelt like pud, when it comes to food, <laughs> pud is good. Or spelt uh, with uh, the, uh, the same <laughs>
2: words. Oh, who could this when be? When it comes
1: to food, pud is good. Ian Henderson. No, that was Miranda Tapsall. Miranda Tapsall. Yeah, beloved Australian. Top actor. end wedding. Futs. Yeah, great, great. Even more delish than Hanukkah gefilte fish-nish. Oh, okay. Even more delish than Hanukkah gefilte fish-nish.
2: Gefilte fish, gefilte fish it's Jewish, Jewish it's a, dish. Gefilte it's fish, Jewish fish Jewish is a Southern. Jewish dish. I'm feeling.
1: This is your best chance.
2: This is my But I also. giving a real hint. Don't want to get it wrong. Yeah. No. <laughs> but I will put it all on the line. i Natalie a, Portman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, like Larry David. (laughs) Is that a? I'm thinking Australian.
1: Yeah, we kept it all Australian because it's an Australian. (laughs) I'm
2: looking at you. I feel like this is a clue. Don't let me down with that. That look, Broden. Is that John Saffron? Yes. Yes. yeah.
1: And then finally, last but not least, it's all good in the pud. Just putting it out there. It's all good in the pud. Just. Putting putting it out there, it out it's there. good stuff. Yeah, it's a good pun. So the thing is, someone who
0: d- do comedians usually do puns like that, or is that more someone trying to be, you know, like, yeah, going for funny?
2: Someone going for funny? Can you give me sort of a occupation?
0: I w- I'm going to give you a yes, uh, lawyer.
1: No, no activist. Activist. Activist.
2: <laughs> Greta Thunberg.
1: Close. Close. It's Grace Tame. <laughs> oh, okay. Good for the Australian Greta. Thunberg. We got the most uh, li- Australian of the year, 2021. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Fantastic. We, there was we really like we came in late with that list, but we were like, trust this penguin. We got some real legit people, and yeah. I don't think they were expecting this legit of a list. This actual legitimate list. Um, Is it you- rude to ask? Did anyone knock you back?
2: No, I
0: don't think anyone knocked us That's brain. fantastic because yeah. this is the easiest thing to do. It's literally saying. white pud is good for us, so we can. Yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: great. Um, no, we, this is a book. Always room for Christmas pud. It is based on our sketch. If you've seen it, if you haven't seen it, doesn't matter. It works on, as a standalone piece. It's a '90s style Christmas book, a poem, a poem in the style of Nightmare, Bef- Nightmare, Night Before Christmas, not Nightmare. Jeez. That's a bit spooky. Night yeah, before Tim Christmas. Yeah, yeah, there's probably, there's a bit of rhyming in that too. Do you want to hear a little bit? Please. Christmas dinner was done. Twas one of the greats where once was a banquet. He's reading Just it lay now. empty plates. <laughs> the prawns and beans, salad and ham were so yummy. Now all that remained were the guests with full tummies. <laughs> that dinner was perfect. From entree to roast, one guest exclaimed to his jubilant host, I gobbled your feast, he went on with delight. I honestly couldn't fit in one more bite. Bite. <laughs> But host said the host how I wish that you could for in my possession I have christmas pud. Yeah. Oh maybe a little exactly. I think they can read the whole. <laughs> yeah, the <like laughs> <a> grin <laughs> on his face and a glint Zach, his we eye. can't read the whole book <laughs> because no, we want people to the buy the book. The I will be selling
2: this to audible.com.
1: <laughs> yeah, no don't 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 read anymore. Yeah, we anymore. just turned down an Audible, didn't have time, but maybe next year for Audible. But if you just listen, you won't get to see the illustrations by James Fosdyke. It they are all fa- of, fantastic illustrations. Oh, they are, aren't they? Just work well and there's on. some
0: really funny forwarding and uh, and some canon built into that book as well. You remember
1: Lemony Snicket's Series mm. of Unfortunate Events? Took a bit of inspo from that. We
0: know Neil Patrick Harris.
1: Oh, you do? <laughs> no, <laughs> so, he's DM'd us once or twice. I, I tagged him. <laughs> I did a screening of um, what's that movie he's in um, that I did a screening of? The bug one. Bug one, the Bug one, the bugs um, from nineteen ninety seven. A Bug's Life. No, I'm just Starship having a troopers. Starship. I haven't slept. <laughs> I did a screening <laughs> did that, of does Starship. That be a similar troopers. year of Bug's Life, maybe, maybe the year. Yeah. before.
0: yeah. That's the three films. So there's Eggs, ants, a Bug's, bugs Life. life. Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers and they're the bug trilogy.
1: Originally the fat blue bug from A Bug's Life was going to have his head exploded yeah. in a failed military exercise. But then because Starship Troopers came out first they had to cut the scene because yeah. it was too similar. Big chunky
0: uh, caterpillar from A Bug's Life yes. with a German accent. Remember the bit where he puts his hand on him and he goes, he's
1: afraid. <laughs> well, that's what, that's what Neil Patrick Harris did. I did a post about and I just happened to tag him. I wasn't like looking for a response. I was like hey this movie's come th- i'm doing a screening of this movie and then he t- dm'd me he's afraid i was like that's fucking sick <laughs> there you go. that's it that's the last conversation i've had that's probably the only one he just said he's afraid and i was like
0: fuck yeah
1: that's cool anyway that's all
0: but we're reading a different book
2: we're reading a different book in tribute to uh your Good book segue. about fantastic was that sam peterson's work well yeah.
0: i d- i just Follow the greats.
2: Yeah, thank you. Uh, Always remember Christmas pudding is your book. book. <laughs> uh, and well, this is ultimate Pud crossover I thought I'd have. So I've got brought in another Australian classic No, book. Broden. <laughs> I've brought in another Australian classic book. This one, The Magic
1: Pudding. Oh. Yes. As I hold
2: up my soft cover copy. Yeah. Yes, yes hunty
1: it. queen. It sounds awful. Do you know we've actually got a reference to The Magic Pudding in our oh. book? Oh. Is now the time to mention it? Absolutely, please. So um, in the intro, we w- there's an author. The notion of the book is that this book was written 30 years ago by an author named Auntie Donna who we stole the name from, okay. which is true. That's the thing. And then we go also by Auntie Donna, you know, those lists. And one of the books she wrote in 2005 was The Necromantic Pudding. <laughs> so she wrote that. We tried to do The Necromantic. Oh, no, Possum Necromancy. <laughs> And then, and then and then the editors were like, "Can't do that because it's a Penguin book." <laughs> well, <like>, we understand. <laughs> You've been censored. Yeah, we've been censored.
0: Oh, we'll, 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 the amount of stuff we've not said for money reasons, so we'll do that for anything. <laughs> yeah, like, like, and we'll support any brand for money as well. Good to know. I learn. think
1: they were ready for a fight. They were just like, "Hey, just because." You know, Possum Magic is and then we like, Yeah, well, well, <laughs> whatever. That's cool.
2: We've got loads of necromancer puns going. We yeah, we okay. got This
1: is uh, the sex with the dead, isn't it? No, it's bring back the dead. The sex thing has that's you you've entirely invented that. that's oh, okay. that's optional. No, neck you're thinking of neck Necrophilia. Necrophilia. Necrophilia, I believe, is the sexual No, necromancy is bringing... I've been
0: watching a lot of Jeffrey Dahmer and he was a necrophiliac.
1: Yes. No, no. This is... this. In, the imagined pudding of Always Room for Christmas Pudding is a pudding that through ancient black magic brings yeah. people back to the The dead darkness the dead. that
0: lived in Jeffrey Dahmer was unparalleled.
1: Yeah.
0: Truly unparalleled. Yeah. I won't get into it now, but... I've read the Wikipedia.
2: Mm. I think the reason you're having nightmares is yes, very obvious. A you lot know. of dharma.
0: A lot of dharma. Stop watching
1: Dharma. <laughs> maybe consider A lot of war footage. Yeah. Maybe consider instead of dharma and war footage, consider um a warm milk. Yeah, or a walk just a nice walk around a <laughs> nice walk. Yeah. It's the bright screens of the dharma show. That's yeah, what's the problem. Maybe yeah. read a book. But can
0: I say the most definitely uh I th- I thought the most well sort of approached series of this bullshit of this fucking serial killer f- fantasy bullshit that people love watching. Really? Because
1: me. I read a review that was like scathing. Yeah, I disagree on that. Uh, yeah, because do you know what the review was scathing and then they're like, it was horrific. It was really and then they're like, but then then in the last five episodes it changed the focus and mm. that and they're like and they're like too little, too late. And I was like, but if they did
0: it. You walk out going Sometimes the serial killers go, wow, they were so evil, um, but you would never connect with them. This one you un- you see him and you see they spent a lot of time with the victims, mm. and it's um I thought you know, it's I all done for fucking money though, isn't it?
2: Mm, yeah, I everyone's think, got their price even you guys.
0: Yeah, I yeah it's, ours is low. <laughs> oh, it's a low price. You'd, you'd be oh you you would could be
1: buy us right now. Okay, what we'd do you know. Say a number, I'll you tell you what You would be
2: very do. surprised.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, $7. Uh, I would uh, take a kiss on the cheek. <laughs>
2: <laughs> $7? <laughs> take a kiss from me or from someone of my choosing? Anyone with $7. So you'll be
1: surprised if you go up a dollar what you get. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 <laughs> let's go to one more amount of money and then you can extrapolate from there. Yeah, I think. Okay, $37. $37, I'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, okay. But there's a half hour limit. <laughs> <laughs> you'll do anything for half an hour. So then I think from there you can extrapolate <laughs> anything beyond that. You know, if it's eight t- is our stuff for me. <laughs> yeah, but has got a whole different system. <laughs> eight bucks hmm. on our you. Stuff. Oh, you'll do us. St- okay. Nine dollars, our stuff on you. <laughs> so we call nine both ways, is what well, the nine dollar both ways. Nine dollar both ways, because everything up until eight is incorporated in the nine. <laughs> yeah. Is that too much for this book? I think it's not. Well, we're here to talk rude. about a children's oh, I love classic, this book. Yes. the Magic Book.
2: So people suggest I do these books, and thank you to uh, Alana, or Alana, Jordan Lee, and Kelly Clark. These
0: Certainly. are names that I've heard before. I feel like you know these are people who've you know who are in the. Podcast listening world.
1: Absolutely. They definitely would be. You can really keep people hanging with Kelly Clark's name. You go Kelly Clark.
0: Uh, That's it. That's (laughs) it. (laughs) What if she like, you know, you know, like she's been like cool in the 2000s. Kelly Clark's son.
1: Yeah. Kelly Clark's son, which is ironic because Kelly Clarkson was Mm -hmm. cool in In the the 2000s. 2000s. Yeah.
0: Miss Independent.
1: Did you ever see her um, do a performance? She wrote a song about her father and she performed that song whilst pregnant on... Uh, on. ...she returned to American Idol and performed that no, song. No, I didn't.
0: But I did see... Beautiful. When we were in when America making our Netflix show on the change room, I always put the TV on because of my mental case. And uh, the two... Like, you know, there's like Oprah and Ricky Lake and Ellen... There was like 900 of those shows. Wow. And uh, Drew Barrymore has her own one. Which I love. And uh, at the time Kelly Clarkson had her own one. And it's all just the same bullshit.
1: Have you seen, and then we can talk about magic (laughs) pudding. Have you seen the footage when um, of Vin Diesel's Single,
0: yeah, with the no crowd. So
1: when oh. Uh, oh. Ben Diesel's single,
0: so pause when, this podcast and go watch that and then come back. Yeah,
1: go watch that. Is that, is that me included? Yeah, yeah. We'll wait. Yeah. We'll wait. <laughs> pause the recording. <laughs> okay. It was Pacocha pre- times. <laughs> The entire audience, you know, in, in COVID times that how they would do audiences were just people Zooming in on screen. So each person in the audience was a, a flat screen TV. A yeah, yeah. And then because Vin Diesel couldn't come and perform live because it was COVID times, they played his CD. So the footage mm. is just shots of his CD and then, <laughs> and then crane shots of televisions <laughs> with people on Zoom pretending to dance. <laughs> it is the greatest uh the greatest like jewel that was forged in the fire of lockdowns. <laughs> it's the greatest piece of <laughs> what kind of music does Vin Diesel make? Good, no. good, yeah, good okay, music, uh, exactly what you'd imagine if you know a bit about Vin Diesel. It's like a, like it was like a, it's hard to describe, jazzy, but it's fantastic. Watch that clip. I'm <laughs> we'll looking forward to it. Time. Tell me, you wanted to talk about the
2: magic? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm here to talk about. Uh, I've got my copy in hand here. Um, it's a 1918 Australian children's book written and illustrated by Norman Lindsay, yeah. who was an Australian Renaissance man. It's a being, great name. Uh, he's a painter, etcher, sculptor, mm. writer, novelist, art critic. I've written novelist again. Yeah, no, that's a okay. <laughs> cartoonist and amateur boxer. Wow.
0: Yeah, everyone was an amateur
2: boxer.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, put him up. Yeah, they were, they loved it. Wow, just are we gonna get a polymath like that in this <laughs> no, age? I don't think so.
0: I mean, what, Twitcher, Twitcher,
1: podcaster,
0: yeah. uh, vlogger, <laughs> yeah, vlogger tiktoker. um, tiktoker. Uh, cook, you know, like you know, fun cook, you're TikToker, you know, astronomer, <laughs> astronomer, <laughs> boxer, <laughs> mathematician.
1: <laughs> um, wow, but what, he's, a, what a yeah, champ. he's
2: prolific been described as one of the most prolific and popular Australian artists of his generation, possibly his most famous. Most famous and lasting contribution to the world are very different. Either sketches of scantily clad women. Nice. And the children's book, The Magic Pudding. So
0: hang on, when was he doing the the the, the lewd pictures? Is that around the same time as Yeah, it? similar time, yeah. Nice.
2: Wow.
1: So that's pretty hard. That's
0: how he would have made the money, I reckon. Now if you'd told me
1: Yeah, that's what you reckon he made the money he paid for the kids' I, book. I know a friend
0: belt. of a friend his whole career is um doing um drawing furries yes. um for people who want particular pictures of furries yeah like the rude ones yeah like, like can you draw a furry doing this right. and what i'm saying is maybe that you know that's maybe what we we'll
1: did a bit of that maybe it was like back before um we had the floppy disks and the CDs if you had a friend that was good at drawing maybe yeah. they could draw you a hot sexy picture that's what he was doing mm. he was like on the schoolyard and know.
0: this is this is wartime this is the the diggers running over the hills is if, that what uh, it was you know, mm, yeah yeah post war you know yeah, yeah. uh was he was he was bought he was, this book came in, in 1918 that's right so this is a book that came out about a silly little pudding um that came out in literally the sh- the the shadows of the Great War. Absolutely. Where in Australia, a population, what's the word? It's like the number is absurd how many people died compared to World War II. Australia was a population. I don't have the numbers. So I'm just going to make this shit Here up. You go.
1: it's good. Do you want me to Google it? Yes. Yeah, but keep filling while I Google. But why do you just make up a number?
0: I th- I'm think i going to say Australia's population was like 6 million and 60,000 people died of that.
2: Wow. That was just Perkins. Yeah, yeah, no, nice. I, I, but I
0: think it's more than that potentially. When you go to the Great War Museum in, in Canberra, they do this beautiful like very profound thing where they go, here's all the war dead. That wall that's 500 metres long, that's World War One." And you go, fuck, that's a lot of people. It's a lot
2: of people. That's why they
0: talk about, you know, forging the modern, you know, Anglo-Australian, you know, identity for a century was, you know, because literally everyone died. Everyone.
1: 60,000 were killed out of 5 million. Yeah, it was pretty close. So you got the number, but 156 were wounded, gassed or taken prisoner. But you know what though? I'm pretty sure in 1918 men's mental health was in a pretty good place. Yeah, no, every, So no, they would have come home. <laughs> they would have had their sheds. They would have had their Movembers. They would yeah. have done okay. <laughs> and then
0: in relatively World War II, not that many uh, Australians died relative to that. And... Um, most were in the air force, funnily mm. enough, um, who died and prisoners of war. Right. Uh, well, we but were there less... wasn't a lot of ground that that, that of the sixty thousand. The vast majority is just fucking trench warfare.
1: Well, because I mean, it was the war where people they had bayonets at their end of, at the end of their guns. It was so people were from... still stabbing. Mm. They were still stabbing, but then there was also mass death of mm. the stabbing. I reckon it would have been not fun. Not no, fun. no, no, no. So no just no. to remind us what you're dreaming about at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know.
0: It sounds
2: like you're obsessed with war. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair.
0: That is fair. Uh, but let me tell you something else. <laughs> Here we go. Um, it's not surprising that a man, did he serve?
2: I'm not sure. Uh, he was. He was late 30s by this time, so maybe not.
0: Late 30s.
2: Late served. 30s, maybe early 40s. Maybe he fought in the Boer War.
0: To serve, Ooh. to not serve in this era, great shame, immense shame to not serve. But unless
1: you were in your 30s, maybe he was a little old.
0: In your 30s, I think we would be sent to war probably, or work service. Yeah, I
1: think we'd, we'd be. Well, what have I told you? His duty was to be <laughs> put on a little oh. dress. <laughs>
2: I'll show you this image. His duty was to be a cartoonist during the war. The trumpet how... calls. That's his RKZ work. That's fucking
1: Spanish. sick. Yeah, but I cool.
2: don't. But it doesn't seem to say
1: on his Wikipedia page if he served. It doesn't. I don't yeah. He was. Well, if he was drawing, that's a way of serving. We can all how We can all serve. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> just comedy. because you don't have a gun and a bayonet doesn't mean you're not serving your country. The women are working in the factories. Yeah. Uh, making
0: those shells for the boys. <laughs> making those shells
1: for the boys. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I brought that up because I'm obsessed with war, but also because this is a book that's made everyone's got severe PTSD as a country, and he writes this book. This no, brings
2: no. out, and the idea for the pudding actually came about just to settle an argument wow. with his friend Bertram wow. Stevens of the, yeah, thanks for the wow. Uh, Bertram Stevens from the Bulletin and Art in Australia. That was Bulletin, who he wrote yeah. for. Uh, Stevens maintained that children liked to read about fairies. Whereas Lindsay said no, they'd like to read about food, so he wrote this book to prove himself right. As love a
1: bet, love a yeah.
2: bet book.
0: As a group, who has well, we talked about the, the put video that this book is based on, we put in a cumulatively maybe two to three hours of thought mm-hmm. in from from writing to shooting to editing to putting out three hours total. Yep. it has transcended anything we've ever done <laughs> in a massive. <laughs> Why one. is that Netflix series seen across the world? Fucking. You know, tours everywhere. So many videos. Pud video.
1: Just people t- love the pud. I think there is a there's an accessible idea at the core. You know, people are like, oh, there is always room for Christmas. <laughs> sure, you know, I agree. How, how full you are. For me, though, it's the word pud. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, we were touring the UK and people would say pud in all sincerity. He has been talking about pud for a long time. <laughs> and I, you know, I was always, how can we work pud into something? Also, they would just say it to you and be very sincere. They so just, bro- yeah, Broden casually says, pud. yeah, Broden says, you know, it was three hours. Yes, but it was five years on sitting on, we got to do something <laughs> with pud. <laughs> There's something intrinsically funny about the word pud. Do you know what it was where it really clicked for me? They say pud in all seriousness. That's their word for dessert. If you're listening from Britain, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Put anything, anything sweet at the, at the end of dinner is put. And I remember reading a scathing review once. It was one of the greatest. Um, he was, I think he wrote for The Times. He was one of the greatest food critics of all time and he wrote this scathing review and you're reading it. It's like so vicious. And then he's just like, and then it was time for put. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, you've lost all, all your life.
2: Like, everything else. He was savaging everything else. <laughs> <laughs> this pud was
1: too <laughs> sweet. <laughs> How can I take you seriously? Read, yeah, You're a whole know. country of people that say pud. Anyway, that's why. So,
2: I do you think that this has been a massive success? He proved himself right because uh, since 1918, the Magic Pudding never been out of print in Australia. I'm looking. At, I'm holding up the 100 year, year uh, yeah, version. You've got. I was only 30. You're only on 30. It's been described as Australia's until now most <laughs> famous children's story. And in 1918, yeah. it was a big year for. For, for children's stories because also coming out that year was May Gibbs' first edition of Snuggle Pot and Cuddle Pie. Oh, we all love Snuggle Pot
1: <laughs> and Cuddle Pie. <laughs> love like it. Magic Pudding really f- fuck. It just like smashed, smashed that, Smashed
2: it, absolutely. It's since been adapted into a play, a puppet show, an opera even. A film. And a 2000 animated movie featuring the voices of, get this, yeah, who played Pud? <laughs> Sam Neill. Yeah, nice. Jeffrey oh. Rush. Ooh. Hugo Weaving. Yeah, great. Jack Thompson. Awesome. Tony Collette and That's As great. the Pudding... John Cleese.
1: Mm. Cleese was putting yeah, I remember the, I, I
0: remember the trailer. I don't think I saw the movie but I remember going to see maybe Napoleon about a puppy golden Labrador <laughs> yeah. and uh, the trailer was literally John Cleese in the recording studio.
2: Hello, I'm playing a pudding.
0: Like uh, <laughs> I remember that very visually. Um, That's hilarious Yeah,
2: And so you didn't see it, you haven't seen it I don't think anyone saw it Unfortunately it was such a monumental box office flop uh, That Energy Entertainment, the production company Was forced to shut down afterwards Energy (laughs) Entertainment That's in
0: the era of great Australian (laughs) children's films That I saw because I was 10 The Real McCaw
1: I remember The Real McCaw
0: I remember Napoleon with that one boy who was in everything He was also, you know, that kid, that boy Joey, do you remember the film Joey?
1: Yep do you know, can I say also, I don't know if it really counts in what you're saying, but Power Rangers, the movie was filmed in That's true. Sydney. That's true. It was filmed um, at the Fox studios. Um, Napoleon, Real
0: McCord, Joey. Um, you don't remember that boy? Yeah. he's in. And he them. had an American, a girl was his like side, you know, she'd moved from America. To
2: the is this on uh, showing you a photo of the, there the it is, Joey. Oh, and
0: then also there was one with Billy Connolly as a talking, and he was a dog. Good on him. Talking dog, him. Billy Connolly. That I sounds
2: like that. a recipe for fun. Talking no. dog, Billy Connolly. Can you look that up? Talking. Okay, I'm looking that up. Talking dog. And was the trailer him in a studio saying, hello,
1: I I'm Billy Connolly. I
2: think the dog talk,
1: talk, talk like him. I'm trying to get my Billy Connolly. <laughs> Billy Connolly.
2: I'm a dog here like <laughs> did a job here. Yeah. Um, pause. Pause. 1997, it's Australian yes. film filmed in Sydney I'm feel as like well. Alexi Toliopoulos I'm And also is this is this the same kid? Yeah, it's always
0: him. What? He's also what? he's
2: also I'm in the Real The this kid. Up. He's
0: in the Real McCaw. It's his it's
1: his film series. Um Joey
0: as well, he's in and
1: he's in the Real McCoa as well. There's a bit in I think Real McCoa where they run past like a rock wall in Sydney and I've yes. been past it sometimes. Sometimes when I'm in Sydney we'll drive past her, I'll walk, and every time I think of the real McCaw. that era of children's entertainment. Yes. and Because I'm not entirely sure it's real McCaw, but I think of that boy running. It could be
0: Joey. There's a lot of running around Sydney with a Joey in a backpack and an American girl.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it's one of them, and he's running up the cliff face yeah. to get away What's, from the guy who's trying to catch and him. And I don't
0: think he's in Napoleon, but I think he voices the dog.
2: Nap- oh, my God. As Napoleon in Napoleon and Hercules. Mm. His name, Jamie Croft.
1: What do you? What, if you're listening, Jamie Croft.
2: Oh, my God. We would love to hear from I you. We want to find you, Jamie Croft.
1: Jamie Croft, we want to find you.
2: He's uh, now 41 years old. Wow.
0: Probably like an insurance broker or something.
2: Uh, his wife also got a Wikipedia page, Saskia Burmeister, known from Sea Patrol. Burmeister. I'll show you a photo. of It's very slowly loading. Saskia you. Burmeister. Yeah, what I was hope she? In, happy what together.
1: was she in? Saskia
0: Burmeister. Anyway, a long way of saying, the film came out in the golden age of children's Australian yes, films.
2: Yes, and even then, it, sadly, it had no cut through. None
0: of them cut through. No. no. But that, you know, it screams. <laughs> Whatever the finance body was at that point in time was like, we need to make Australian films for children. And off power rangers, probably. They've made like eight, and some clever producers were like, let's cash
1: in. Uh I can't remember what film it was, but I had a big old crush on Saskia Burmeister. No, amazing. Yeah. She was she was the girl that was jealous of Delta Goodrum in hating Alison Ashley. Oh
0: yeah, she is beautiful.
1: Yeah, I had a big old crush on Saskia Burmeister. Good on you, Croft. Jamie Croft. <laughs> the better man one. <laughs> Apparently he was also in the Marty Morphin Power Rangers uh the movie. He yeah, he that.
0: was. He was he was yes, he was. Yeah. He was actually
1: in that. Yeah. Yeah, that was because do you know what was crazy about that was one of the first movies that I ever realized movies were made because I went on a on a family holiday where we went to um where we went to uh, Darling Harbor and then when I came back in my granny's house I watched the VHS of of Mighty Morphing Power Rangers the movie and there's a moment where they're in Darling Harbour and I was like, I was there. Oh. And they're yeah. here. And that means they make movies in the real world. It's not this fake and that like that was that was, I believe the moment I knew that I wanted to be. A, to go to Darling Harbour. I wanted to be a, a fan of Darling Harbour. <laughs> Get an Harbour expensive pizza. And go and eat d- 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 expensive fisherman's baskets. <laughs> yeah. I'd like a fisherman's basket and a Sauvignon blog for $85, please. <laughs> wow i can't wait to hear about um do you know what else is expensive <laughs> some books but not the magic pudding <laughs> the
2: magic pudding great <laughs> How is that for a segue you've
0: done one segue you're on par with both of us with <laughs> yeah. one each now
2: well let me tell you about the magic pudding <laughs> uh, rather than parts or chapters the book is divided into slices ah oh, oh, good one and you i never done that yeah there's still time. It's, not, it's a poem. It's a different book. Yeah. And on every second, <laughs> much like yours it's illustrated, on every second page there are black and white sketches of the characters. and, and the uh, colour. Cop that. Cop that Norman. Uh, that Norman did himself. And uh, here's the opening line of the first of four slices. Divide into four slices, this yep. book. Uh, there, this is a front ways view of Bunyip Bluegum and his uncle Wattleberry. Mm. At a glance, you can see what a fine, round, splendid yellow bunyip bluegum is. Hmm. Without me telling you, at a second glance, you can see that Uncle is more square than round, and that his face has whiskers on it. And we're off. Yeah. Beautiful so stuff.
0: you know what I what well, that Do You know what that does to me inside when you read that? I'm mm-hmm. um, I'm eight. I'm being dragged along to some sort of funded um, uh, <laughs> theatre show for children <laughs> at,
2: the local hall. at an art center. <laughs> yep.
0: And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> that's what that says. Like an me.
2: adult in pyjamas just you know like, walked out when reading. You're,
0: when you're 10, there's a lot of people going, did you know about this thing? Like a lot of that Yeah. The peripheral unimportant stuff. I reckon that's when it, that's where it takes
1: me. Do you know where it took me? It made me go, oh, I haven't read a book like this in a while. And then I thought about Raald Dahl. And then I remembered when I was in line before I went into class in like grade two, um, I said I said a funny thing to someone in my class. Lauren was a, I think her name and I, I told her this funny thing and she said, that's amazing. You should write a letter to Ral Dahl. You should write that letter <laughs> well, to Ral Dahl. And I said to her, I was like, I think Ral Dahl is dead. And she said, no, he's not. And this was before the internet, mm. And I was like, I'm almost certain he's dead. And that was one of those first ones. you know, when you know you're right and you're like, but there's no way to. Yeah. So no. there was no way to settle it. No way to settle it. And I, she's probably blissfully going on with her life and, and I think about that often. Yeah. She's go, still thinking that Roald Dahl's alive. Yeah, she Or weren't. at least that he was then and she was right. She probably goes, yeah, I really got that, Zach. His words, I'm fucking, I'm still mad about his it. His words were alive, are alive.
0: Are alive. He yeah. was a spy in World War II.
2: He also wrote a couple of James Bond movies. What mm. a guy.
0: Mm. He had, Except
2: a actually we did a do-go-on report about him. Not a great guy, sorry. What did he do? Very, very anti-Semitic man.
0: Was he? Like, uh, Extreme. When you think about the villains in his <laughs> yeah. book, what yeah. Oh, I was just hoping. a lot of caricature
2: of features. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, sorry. Just want That's to go on the record. Shame. I have learned some bad things about him as
1: well. <laughs> Who was that? I remember I heard a thing about Walt Disney and there was this thing about him being racist and then the response was, I'm more racist than everyone else in his <laughs> <No>. time. <laughs> Yeah. They were just like, oh, here's the thing, everyone was racist then. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, all right, I'm not going to dig into this any further. Okay. I'm trying to, I'm still on Saskia Burmeister. Oh. To, we're, not gonna, we're, South gonna, South we're
2: not going to take him back. So. We'll never get I you back. I just
1: can't think of what movie I watched because she mostly just did heavy shit. I don't know how I had this crush on Saskia Burmeister.
2: sure it wasn't Sea Patrol? Great, great Australian TV show. No, it was
1: no. when I was a boy. Never, watched it. never Oh, I it was loved when it. I was a boy. Okay. Rescue Special Ops. Anyway, carry on. I'll let you know if I find Yeah, and we're off. We've just met one of our main characters there,
2: Bunyip Blue, Bluegum. Most who Australian
0: th- thing ever. Can what? I say that? I think I could say it good with my voice. Bunyip Bluegum. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's good. perfect. Yeah, that's and
2: and his uncle Bill. Wattleberry. Wattleberry. And they are both talking. Oh. 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 Th- oh, oh. Blinky Bill. Yeah. Oh, hey there, Broden. Oh, Blinky Bill. We're going to do the whole podcast <laughs> like this now. Well, it's good you say that because they're both talking koalas. Yeah. They so you
0: reckon? Are you saying, saying that Blinky Bill was stolen?
2: Also came out at a similar time to this, I believe. Did it? Maybe a little bit later, but by a New Zealand-born lady. Are
0: you? Are you kidding me? I'm not. I'm not kidding you. It's it's crowded
2: house. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, we'll claim it. So they both dress well and have little hats. Oh, these these it. koalas. Oh, yes, okay. mm. uh, but not everything is right for Bunyip Bluegum. You see, his uncle Wattleberry is very annoying to live with, for he has something unforgivable long whiskers can you believe yeah and they live together in a small house and this man refuses to trim his long red whiskers
1: red whiskers and a koala let's look and that's a problem and they
2: get in everything <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't like this no i like it no i'm just checking like that just in context that they don't like the red whiskers but
2: bunyip doesn't like them because they get, the whiskers just get in everything especially his soup okay So he has to eat outside away from the whiskers. But then the lizards come along and steal some of his soup. So he's like, this is a disaster.
0: 1933, Blinky Bill.
2: 1933, okay, a little bit later.
0: Could be a, um, it was probably in conversation with the Magic Pudding. Dorothy, she's quite bipolar and had quite a sad life. Dorothy Wall.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Well,
2: throughout the Magic Pudding, there are many, and I mean many. Tough. Some would say too many little poems, songs and sing-alongs that the characters just break out into. Oh, I,
1: I so hate that. So if you're reading this to your kid, you're having to do a lot of voice work, a lot of singing. I feel like our generation are much more tuned to plot and story mm-hmm. and I just struggle. I remember I tried to read Lord of the Rings because I love the movies. Haven't seen the series Tolkien. yet. Tolkien. Similar era written. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yoda, what? same, yeah,
2: yes. <laughs> similar, <laughs> similar, <laughs> similar era, <here. laughs> <laughs> and I,
1: and I just remember being like. Because the movies move at quite a quite a pace. Yeah, yeah, hum along. And then there's just like this when they go to Tom Bombadil's house, and he's like, oh, "Let me sing you a song." <laughs> That's <without laughs> the sky. <laughs> he and also hums
2: like, along, but just in a much more boring
1: yeah, way. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, let's let's uh, we've hey, I'm gonna go find out about the uh, about this ring." And then it's like twelve years later, mm. he comes back, and then it's like, "Now let's go to Tom Bombadil's <laughs> yeah. house." And it was at Tom Bombadil's house that I was like, oh, "This is not for me."
0: You see, wait, Pieces of an, an art where, where you would draw all, you'd go there for everything. You know what Tom I mean? Tom
1: Bombadil's house. No,
0: no. F- like if you were reading a book, you would go there, or you know, yeah. a film, you'd go there for everything. It yeah. wasn't like, I'll oh, listen to music later. I'll, you know, you went there for all of it the jokes and the drama and the, you know, the the, the, the beauty. Often, you know.
1: Do you want to hear uh, something crazy, Brod and Kelly? Yeah. When you say that, it makes me think of cinema. And the way that uh, in the twenties and thirties, you would go to the cinema and you'd need the whole thing. That's yes. why movies were three hours long. They had mm. an intermission because you needed the romance, you needed, you needed the action, you needed the love, and a movie was an event. It was a whole thing. Mm. And then, and then, you know, when cinemas started having more cinemas, more screens, little cinemas, we started getting more indie films. There's a lot of pushback against the Marvel movies. But are they not in some ways just a return to the great epics of the 20s and 30s?
0: And it makes me think of, of one particular moment <laughs> in Shakespeare's work, <laughs> The Tragedy of Macbeth, Oh, right after Duncan is slain.
2: Ah. Oh. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes.
0: Macbeth, oh, yes. the murderer. spoiler alert, ducks away. And what's the next thing Shakespeare sh- shows us? A clown needing to wee because he's so drunk. He parallel, he puts right next
1: to each other the darkest moment with the funniest moment. I do love the analysis of a moment like that, but having made comedy shows, you've done the same. There was probably like they did it a couple of nights and it was just a bit heavy and yeah. like, we need to just lift it you up a little, lot. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, little, let's, little, I'm, bit I've written set. in a funny scene here just to bring it up. <laughs> like it's purely <laughs> true, structural. problem. Absolutely. Proper, possibly. No, and most likely. But
0: you were talking about a book.
2: I was talking about uh, some of the, the poetry, just to give you oh, yeah, an things example things. of the kind of things that they go on. So this is about his uncle uncle's whiskers. It just says... So it has the plot and then it just has like little verses that suddenly breaks into. Yeah, yeah.
1: And are they in in world doing these verses?
2: Yeah, and, they, and it's, they often sing along together. And it's, you're Boy, like, how you do have they
0: all to find the melody yourself yes. when you're reading it?
2: Yeah, yeah. In my head, I'm like, it's always the same because it has a very <laughs> similar pentameter. It's uh, whiskers alone are bad enough attached to faces coarse and rough, but how much greater their offense is when stuck on uncle's countenances? Almost a rhyme there from Norman Linton. Yeah, wow.
1: I can see why so they close. wanted to do an well, opera you,
0: out you, of it. He's probably, you know, you're sitting in a post World War, you know, the Great War world. You haven't got time to make every rhyme perfect. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: right. Also, he's only writing this for a bet. You're writing it for a writing bet, money for a bet Was to win. Frankenstein
1: the bet. written on a bet.
2: I think that or they like went away to yeah, competition to write the scariest story they could.
0: I slept on a bet last night.
2: A bet.
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I thought you said bed.
2: So Uncle Bunyip, sorry, Blue, fucking hell, that's too confusing. Bunyip Blue Gum. Yeah. Decides to leave home and get away from his uncle and at the same time make his own way in the world. Get away from the whiskers, get out and about. So off he pops with the blessing of his uncle who gives him a cane so that um, he can walk around like a gentleman of leisure. Yeah. Yes. And he have got a well-dressed koala with a little cane and everything is great for a bit. He sees some sights, talks to locals as he walks, passes the time by raising his hat and then conversing about Australian poetry with yeah. passers-by who are unfortunate enough to get stuck in conversation with him.
0: Just an absolute mental
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, my God. No, 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 no.
0: Yeah. Don't look at
2: him. But then he realises he's, he's forgotten something quite important. What? Food. Now very hungry, he's not sure what to do until he comes around a corner and sees two people having lunch. Yeah, they are. One, a human man with a big chin strap under beard. Is this set in a city or in like? Or it's mostly out, outback. Okay. You know, outback were there really
1: cities in Australia then?
0: Yeah, there were. There was Sydney and Melbourne and Adelaide <laughs> and Perth and Hobart.
1: Ballarat. Ballarat. Yeah, we
0: we performed in the oldest theater in Australia. We were eighteen forty earlier this year. You know for a fact that there were many cities. So but I, as
1: we imagine a city today.
0: Yeah, no, the the grid of Melbourne was, was fully and firmly
2: Yeah,
1: but there wasn't big towers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's but it's pretty pretty rural setting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's wandering around, yeah. he sees this guy, big beard, Jeez, even though, Kelly. beard big chins right, yeah. even though he's left. His uncle, because of his horrible beard, is that the reason he left? Well, that's what he claims. That's
1: bizarre. That's a weird.
2: Because his beard right? was getting in the soup. But he said, "This man. The man's name is it's Barnacle. That, yeah. Barnacle Bill. Are you joking? Barnacle Bill.
0: That's a fish and chip shop in Adelaide.
2: Probably after this. Probably named in tribute to the great man himself, Barnacle Bill, and his fellow traveller Sam Saunoff, who is a pants-wearing penguin." And I notice in your book you also have a
1: well-dressed penguin. Mr. Penguin is the CEO of Penguin Publishing, so you know that's yeah, that's uh, yeah. We that was the joke we did. Yeah. <laughs> I love and the it. idea that 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 Penguin is an eponymous brand <laughs> named after <laughs> named after a Mr. Penguin, and but then he fought, he had a falling out with the author with the author Auntie Donna. Because she was accusing him of being a penguin. He was like, I'm not a penguin. It's <laughs> all the, you know, layers, the jokes that you can discover for just between $13 and $20 depending on where you buy the book. Wow. Do you get paid the same no matter what or? We yeah, get paid nothing. We're getting a bit, but like you got to buy a lot of books before we start making money okay. from this, you know, oh, like a lot of books. So, you know, get out there. Get out there start buying. But well, we got an advance. Great. That's nice. Yeah, it was cool. It was good. It was. It helped us. Um, helped us. You know, through the
2: the hard times. Yeah,
1: cash flow. I guess. No, yeah. it didn't. We didn't do it for the money. We did it for the love of pudding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was like Norman did it for a bet.
1: Ah, oh, good. Yes.
2: <laughs> the only the two reasons. So he sees two two people having lunch. He doesn't what are they want. Eating? Does it he say? It does, well, doesn't say. He doesn't I know yet. He doesn't mean. want I bet to be it's
0: pudding. Well, I don't know.
2: He says, pardon me, am I right in supposing that that is a steak and kidney pudding? Oh, fuck, because oh. you love
0: pies. You would almost love that to be a pie.
2: I cannot tell you how many times I nearly wrote pie instead of pud yeah. in this because you're a pie guy. Steak
1: I'm and yes. kidney pudding. pudding. But I, steak and kidney
0: pie, absolutely you into that. You ever been to Marysville? Oh, yes. I was in Marysville a week ago, went to the bakery there. Like 19 pies that are your traditional savouries. One blueberry pie in the shape of a normal pie. Blueberry pie but like a beef pie looking, you know what I mean? Like, Did you get one? I fucking had it and I loved it. I was so happy about it. Blueberry pie but in the shape I love it. of a singular pie. I was so happy. I would recommend going there. Did you
2: have a savoury pie as
0: well? No. Oh, okay. I would have doubled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not that hungry for two
2: pies. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That makes sense.
0: I so gave he- my crumbs to a nearby magpie.
2: You're a real man of the world, real man of the people (laughs) and the birds. So he says, is that a steak and kidney pudding? They say, yes, it is. But this isn't just any regular pudding, my friend. It's a walking, talking pudding named Albert.
1: Are you kidding me that the magic pudding is a savoury pudding? Is that real? Well, well, let me tell you.
2: Oh, that's crazy. Is it's this true. how he is magic? He's magic in that uh he's steak <laughs> he kidney on one side turns around, he's an apple pudding as it's well. That is magic. that real?
1: That's a that's a half and half. Half yeah, he's a half and <laughs> half. <Got> an Eagle <laughs> Boys. Yeah. You <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're telling me Eagle Boys pizza is magic? <laughs> half and half. you gotta yes. pay you gotta pay two dollars extra for that.
0: <laughs> oh wait, so but what if is that real? Half of him is savoury, half of him is sweet.
2: Yeah, so whatever you want. So you can have a main and a dessert from the same pudding. That's
1: crazy. Steak and kidney pudding, when I first heard it, I thought that's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. Just bits of steak and kidney kidney in a pudding. But in fact, it's more like a pie. I'm looking at a picture right Mm, now. Oh,
2: God, that looks good. It's
1: like a filled pudding. It's the shape of a pudding. Do they steam it to prepare it? It's got a suet pastry. It's a pie. It's a pie. It's what I would define as a pie in this day and age. Thank you.
2: But then
0: tell me, because if it's more like a pie, is that half of it is apple and half of it is meat? It? No, no. And it, they just, it, I no, think this Never is the two the,
1: shall pass. This is where the magic... I don't think it's a maxi bond situation. I no. don't think there's a <laughs> bit in the middle where the pudding tastes a little like meat. Is it legitimately
0: the magic is that you can eat from one side and it's like this? Or is it like... Well, also the magic... because it talks, yeah? Is, the,
1: is what makes... Yes,
2: the talking, the walking, and also you can... Eat it as much as you like. He regenerates.
1: That's the like most Wolverine. fucked thing I've ever heard <laughs> yeah. in my life. And it's like some weird fucking shit, right there, isn't it? Have a bite.
2: <laughs> yeah, and he he he's very keen for people to eat. He says, "Eat away, chew away, munch and bolt and guzzle. Never leave the table till you're full up to the muzzle."
1: Hey, that's fucking sick. Rhyming. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. That, that beats some of our rhymes. But I'm pretty proud of some of our rhymes uh, now. Good for rhyming. Although, yeah, I like Eight Mile.
2: Yeah. That's your favorite rhyme. Mm. Do
1: you know that, <laughs> Which that one? Shakespeare was a rapper. he's <laughs> fucking
0: Britney Higgins in the in the in the in the steel mill?
1: That is a really like spicy scene. Mm. I hadn't seen that movie when I was a teen. I only watched it recently. I'm like, they got like that's evocative. It's like, a sexy M-rated scene, right? scene. Like you really, mm. you're not, like, you know like you get it. <laughs> oh, Yo, you get you like get I get it. what's happening mm. there. You know what I mean? I, mean, I know Britney what's Murphy happening.
2: Slim Shady. So this pudding, he's, he's desperate to be eaten. So Barnacle Bill invites Bunyip, the koala, to uh, join them for lunch and being starving, of course, he agrees. And they just start hoeing in to this walking, talking pudding.
0: Do they know what side each of them is eating from or is there a... Like... I believe
2: for, for lunch they're going for the steak and kidney. Yeah. Now here's my
1: question, mate. Is it magic that you can turn it around or... Or is the regenerative power meaning you never have to get to the weird middle part of the pudding <laughs> <laughs> where the flavours are mixing? Hopefully he re- regenerates fast enough that you never have to dig Because it's like bit. maybe he is just a half and half pudding yeah. where the middle is gross. Yeah, but no one's ever touched but it. But because he regenerates. Because yeah. does he have to be magic? In this? Because that middle bit is the most disgusting. Right there, that's like the event horizon of disgusting food. <laughs> It's, is it meat, steak, and kidney on one side, and what's the other one?
0: Apple. So apple. it wouldn't be that bad.
1: Apple pudding.
0: Yeah, like because you put a you put an apple sauce on a pork chop. You know what I mean? It would yeah. be crazy. Hey. It's not too
1: bad. Not untrue, actually. I'm you wrong know right I mean? with it. And yeah. this is
0: the this is the nine like 1900s where people are doing lots of weird. Yeah, they're shit. fucking like they're just. They like, don't
1: even know what
2: umami is.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, I wouldn't want to live in a world. No, no, thank you. <laughs> The apple pudding is a pie as well. You've got to be kidding me. This book is about a pie. The magic pie. Oh, (laughs) I wish. I wish it was. It's a book about a pie. It is. Look at apple pudding. It's a pie. It's a crust. Oh, that looks delicious. I always imagined a fruit pudding. This is where I differentiate our book. Our book is about a fruit pudding. Yeah, that's a Christmas pudding. That's a fruit pudding. There's no ambiguity here. There is nothing pie about about our pudding. Yeah, this is kind of lying. Well, uh, you know, we when we talked to Penguin about this book, they said you have to know you'll never be the number one pudding kids book. But I'm starting to think, well, there is a way. Absolutely. Well, technicalities, I think we can say the, the yeah, definition if you, of If
2: you went on a campaign different. to sort of try and rebrand that's the magic funny. pudding that's as a that's magic a funny way to
1: promote this book.
2: <laughs> <laughs> recall,
0: what's his name again? Lindsay? Norman
2: Lindsay. Norman Lindsay is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> and a deceptive liar you bring that up on the project yeah, tonight yeah. unprompted you <laughs> haven't told them that's
1: what you're going to talk about at all we're calling out the estate of Norman Lindsay <laughs> yeah
2: they're like what the hell the offspring of a liar <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like I think even even if we're like quite balanced but we're feeding the lie stuff, we're feeding that through various like egg accounts on Twitter. Like We're getting this like and then we're just like we never said he was a liar but the definition of pudding has changed and times have to catch up. <laughs> it's like a psyop operation <laughs>
0: against all the, all the egg accounts follow Zach Wayne, <laughs> Aunty <Anna.
1: laughs> <laughs> And Penguin Oz. Yeah, yeah.
2: So wow. they get talking around the fire, and through song, Barnacle Bill explains how they came into possession of Albert the Magic Pudding. Both Bill and Sam the Penguin were on a ship that got shipwrecked, and they had to abandon onto an iceberg with the ship's cook, curry and
1: rice. Is that one the name man, of the one name?
2: man, curry and rice?
1: And he's not curry and rice that can talk. It's just his name. He's is just, curry
2: uh, yeah, it's and confusing. Rice. I know, but he's he's a big round man, very large man. As the days went by, they got thin from starvation. But they noticed the cook, curry and rice, kept getting fatter and she, fatter.
0: That's funny. She's in the book because she's also in the Matrix series. Yeah.
1: That's <laughs> well, curry and moss. Oh. <laughs> <I'm>
2: so <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs>
1: Can I just say as well, on a different note, I'm obsessed, and I'm, and this is a problem because, but I'm obsessed. (laughs) With like children's literature before twenty years ago, yeah. how vicious it was to fat people. Oh, this like, it's is so vicious. They oh, from, oh, he's uh, so fat. It's <laughs> like you can't. Love little. it's yeah, yeah. so vicious. It's like it's just I'm, I'm obsessed with it. I don't know how to like tackle it in an unproblematic <laughs> way because it's so funny. they just like, that's so cruel. You're so, being so cruel. So cruel to this. Yeah. To this. And he was eaten
0: because he was too fat to run away. A like, lot <laughs> of that curry yeah. and
1: rice. Could have like, really done with Lizzo, you know?
2: <laughs> Everyone's being so mean to
1: him. <laughs> I just remember that uh, Matt Stewart
2: from my other podcast, do go on, can never remember the difference between Tim Curry and Tim Rice. So he says, someone says Tim Curry, Tim Rice. Same. Tim-
0: 80s was their golden era. Yeah, they're
2: big, big, big time. But they're very different people, yeah. very different careers. Talks are like <laughs> <laughs> Tim Curry, Tim Rice. But I th- it makes me think of Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah. And I think that they would be fantastic together in a movie. Tim Curry, Tim Ross.
0: Tim Curry Curry and Tim Ross trying to get closures on on business. (laughs) I was this
1: close. (laughs) Hello there, Tim Rice. What's going on? (laughs) I'm trying to find a rhyme for Jesus. (laughs) What rhymes with Jesus?
0: That's how I imagine that film plays out. So Carrie Ann Moss is on the boat.
2: Uh, On the icebergs. Iceberg. Mate, Uh, it's not Carrie Ann Moss. uh, (laughs) She was
1: born
2: in the 70s. Sorry. I mean, they're... Wondering, how is this guy not losing weight like us? We've got no food on this iceberg. One day they notice that at night he's eating a magic pudding that he's created and isn't sharing any of it with the other two guys on the iceberg. Why not? What the fuck, dude? Even though it regenerates. So there's enough food for easily he say, for does three does people. Does he ever say why? Well, Barnacle Bill says there's a disagreement as to what happened next, but Barnacle Bill claims... Oh, I love the Rashomon style. <laughs> 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 what <laughs> happened to curry and rice? <laughs> he says that curry and rice fell off the ice and then they got the magic pudding died yeah then the pudding pipes in and says i that's not how it happened i had my eye on the whole affair and it's my belief that if he hadn't been so round again they're making fat joke here yeah. you'd never have rolled him off the iceberg for you was both singing yo heave ho for half an hour and trying to get and him was trying to get a hold on bill's beard so they've tipped this man off the iceberg I to steal his pudding
1: They've killed this man <laughs> Icebergs in Australia? No, this is somewhere else. But I think the they're,
2: they're, they're global. They're world travellers. They're koalas and shit.
1: They're on their way to Australia. This is well, one's a penguin and one's a man. This, this is how they came across the pudding. Uh, oh, oh, this is how they got sorry. the pudding. The pudding. I, didn't, I didn't
0: know the time jump happened.
1: I think with the regenerating, it also doesn't go bad. Yeah, he's never going off. Yeah. Wolverine. The matter <laughs> that yeah. makes the pudding, right? The matter. The matter, matter like the, the, the stuff of the pudding. How does this happen? Because if he's got apples in it, well, are those apples as they regenerate? Are apples going away from somewhere else, or yeah, is it oh, fresh apple, or or, are the, or is it like a like a three D printed apple? You know what I mean, like a like a Star Trek trend. apple? Like never, a, it's never quite right. You know how we're made of this, we're made of stars. You know how we're made of stars. Is that that they just take all the components of an apple and it creates on a sort of a, a quantum level?
0: <laughs> I think that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah should we go with that one yeah
2: i reckon you, you're onto something i think it's on a quantum level on it, a it's, quantum level i could not agree more he's taking like
1: the electrons of the air and bringing oh, yeah. it all together S- splitting reforming but how then is there not some sort of nuclear reaction nuclear explosion that's where it all comes undone for the oh, okay but right.
2: some sort of fission is happening <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay and there should have been some sort of uh, either a collapse or, or a nuclear explosion for this to. Ter- but you know we'll give it the benefit of the doubt I don't know this this path. I need to sleep. Keep going.
2: <laughs> Do you also need to go off to another another another? Ah, fuck it. <laughs> we
0: only got how many more slices?
2: We are we're only about halfway here. Yeah, hey, better than I thought. But to be honest, we've uh, you know we've only just started talking about the book, really. So I think that we can we can fire through this. <laughs> yeah, don't you worry. But I just want to make sure you, I'm not keeping you. No, from, no, uh,
1: please. We want to hear press engagement. It, yeah, no, it's my this is my fault. <laughs> I said to, I said at the start I'm like, now I do have a meeting uh, in 1 hour so I will have to slip out and then I talked about um
0: we talked about everything
1: everyth- Everything everything about war Oh we talked a lot about Jeffrey war Jeffrey Dahmer Oh yeah Jeffrey Dahmer Have you seen uh, Assassination of Johnny Versace? <laughs> yeah that's probably my favorite of the Same years. guy made him but so, Ryan yeah. Oh really yeah. Also Made Glee which oh, that's is good got, for uh, the honestly, first season It's
2: hard to name a TV show that that man didn't have a hand in making
1: Ah uh,
0: cheers Aunty Donna's big old house of fun.
1: Okay. Well, you got lucky. Damn it. Underbelly. Night court. <sighs> he wasn't making anything before nip-tuck. You say anything before nip-tuck, he wasn't involved.
2: Okay. A current affair. <laughs> Fuck. Um, even I can do it. All
1: right. Okay.
2: <laughs> I exaggerated and you called me out rightfully. Yeah.
1: Never make absolute statements. I apologize. You lose the argument. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> Sorry. This is weird. Bringing the energy back. <laughs> Anyway, so he, they kill the fat man. <laughs> they,
2: they killed a, yeah, they killed a the very man. round man and stole the pudding. They carry on as a group. So they're, they're crooks. Yes, but keep that in mind because then they encounter a wombat and a possum who are Barnacle so Bill. We're back in Australia. Yeah, so we're back in current time. Yeah. They're walking along with their new friend, the koala. Yeah. They encounter a wombat and a possum who are Barnacle Bill the man and Sam sawn off the penguin's sworn enemies Four. They, as Bill describes, are putting
1: thieves out to steal steal Albert. i got to be real here. I'm loving this story. <laughs> like I wasn't on board when you talked about the rhymes, and the, but I'm like I love where it's going. I love the pudding thieves. It's, it, they're just sparks of the imagination. And I'm mm. right on board. Don't care for the names, but I love the story. Is okay. that fair? Do you want to yeah, make no, a call Yeah, no, no. I've got
0: no additions to
2: that. Yeah. So, so Barnacle Bill and Sam Sornoff go off to fight the wombat and the possum to have a bit of fisticuffs. cuffs.
0: As, as everyone did in that era, Ned Kelly was a boxer.
2: Yeah, and this and as the the author himself, boxer. semi-professional.
0: Everyone had to have him, you know put him up.
1: Yeah, and he was in love with Naomi Watts.
0: No, that's the film. <laughs> that's the film by Gregor Jordan. Heath Ledger played Ned Kelly. He actually was in love with his cousin. Which you know in that time there's like fourteen people in Australia. You wanted to get your um. Everyone's a cousin. They
1: were all your cousins. Yeah. Didn't the human race get down to fifty thousand people at one point? I think during one of the ice ages. For sure.
2: You... I mean, did it start with one? Uh,
1: yeah, Adam and Eve were the two. Exactly. So I don't know. I, yeah, Adam and Eve. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we rest our we're all
1: cousins. We're mm. all cousins mm. in a way. Thank you. Pretty much everyone is a cousin.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah that's the way it is isn't it the some do the science it? If you were to if everyone was to have kids and kids and kids the math doesn't add up but it's because everyone's you you've you've slept with someone you're related to because we're all related we're there's all related Got
1: the, down to 50,000 people. 8 billion people in the world share 50,000 ancestors mm. there's got to be a bit of there's got to no, be there, a fair yeah. chunk across over there yeah yeah but
2: this does sound like someone who's been accused of incest and be like well we all did it yeah, yeah, we've all done it. <laughs> yeah, just trying to defend it. Falling <laughs> out of graph. There's nothing wrong with 50, it. 50,000. <laughs> 50,000. <000. laughs> so they go off to fight the wombat and the possum. Bill says, and as we're professional, that's how he says it, professional pudding owners, we have to fight them on principle. So they've stolen a pudding, wow. but anyone who wants to steal their pudding are pudding thieves in Bill's eyes.
1: Yeah. Let's keep that in mind. That's, that's a pretty profound statement so, on uh, the... You know, that's pretty profound. You can
0: feel the remnants of a great war in the in the background. Yeah, is it not? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it
1: not a story of the of the British why? Empire? Why? You cannot great take. Why? You cannot take. You know, Turkey from us. Mm. Well, god damn it, you took it from t- the Turkish people in the first place. Mm. in Great Britain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you can't take you what often, I've taken. Yeah. The an taken. empire. The great empire. Fantastic, uh, fantastic. Generals die in bed. I think you. I love this World War One sort of thing you're evoking. In, <laughs> well, right?
0: 1918. Yeah. Imagine you, everything that we make now will be, and keep in mind, COVID had just happened, you know, in 50 years' time. What they'd just gone through. Spanish flu is taking off here.
1: Yeah. So mm. they're
0: sharing food.
1: Remember when people were like, we are in history, when like COVID was happening, they're like, we are in history. And I'm like, I didn't think much about Spanish flu. No. I just had this moment about midway through it where people were like, "This is history," and I was like, "Probably not." <laughs> yeah. It's like probably be, a factoid. It'll, it'll be, be like, "How big?" A yeah, you, one of those little
2: facts on an apple juice. What happens? <laughs> right?
0: Your generation goes through shit, and then the generation that come up, you're just like, "We've so was so fucking bad." Like we'll talk about was it? Oh, you know, because you want to feel like you will live through shit. Mm-hmm. That's I, what'll
1: happen. I love uh, Disney theme parks. It's a, it's an interest of mine, and de- theme park design, and and a lot of the history of the theme parks was affected by a um, Iran uh, issues with Iran. So the oil price went up in like the seventies, mm. and it comes up a lot because they're like, oh, it meant that you know Disney World didn't do well in its first year. And it's like that's all COVID will be. It'll be like, and then this because there was this thing, and we're all like, ooh, collective trauma, and they'll just be like, oh, fun fact, uh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah and we'll bitch about it to our teens yeah. yeah yeah you don't understand you but
2: weren't we're like, there
0: but also put in context like my grandparents were born in like 1930 fucking seven yeah they had the easiest run best run. nothing
1: happened our parents i think had the, yeah the best run oh no entitled fucks it was all up here's the thing about the grandparents is it was all up <laughs> wasn't it 37, I was like, oh, this is tough. It's post war. We had to go through World War II. But then it was all. But then it was all. (laughs) But after that. They they don't know. They're just watching Bluey. Exactly. exactly. Died in 2005. If you went like. If you you lived 45 to 2005, your perception would be it's all up from here. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's a short, sad life, isn't it? 2005? 45. It's
0: 60. When do you think things turned? Quite recently, like, 29, well, like,
2: things too. Yeah, I think my grandfather died at the start of 2020, like, a month before oh,
0: that, oh, before before COVID. COVID. Yeah. yeah, my grandfather so never, ended
2: 2019. Probably didn't even enter his consciousness that there was a big, that a th- you know, that Do it was a thing. Do you ever think yeah. it's a
0: bit of a relief that that happened then? Because, like, imagine going to see your grandfather in aged care during COVID. Oh, yeah, I mean,
1: very tough. I walked past um months because it's near here There was, like, a, anyway, yeah. too heavy. Too, too heavy. <laughs> I was just going to talk about aged care deaths yeah. a COVID and I'm <laughs> not too heavy. There was, was one near here that was very bad. Yeah, that's the one I was talking yeah. about. I went for a big walk one day from from they where we're recording job. this. And um, not good. They not did a bad good, job. Not
2: good. Anyway. So they chase the wombat and the <laughs> possum away after punching them in their snouts. Uh, while this happens, Bunyip Bluegum the koala, sits on the pudding to make sure he doesn't run away because the pudding's got legs.
0: Does okay. he not squish the pudding?
2: No, he sort of turns him upside down and sits on the little uh, a little uh, baking tray that he sits which, in. Which you can do with me for $10. <laughs> $10. <laughs> but for maximum half an hour, is that right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Because of this, uh, of them ha- him helping out, Bill and Sam ask Bunyip the koala if he would like to join them and become a member of the Noble Society of Puddin Owners. Great. He agrees and they sing the Pudding Owners Anthem. So Couple it's of a slave
1: pudding. <laughs>
2: yeah, the pudding, yeah. Can the pudding talk? It can talk. At this point, have we heard it talk? Yes. Yeah, him. What? That was him saying, uh, "Make sure you fill it, fill up your muzzle, because yeah, he likes yeah. being eaten." But he was also like, "You
1: stole me from that man." He is also the MacGuffin. Can I tell you? I've I've had a, um, and I'm going to write it down in my little list of notes. I've had a really good idea for a horror film off the back of the magic pudding.
2: <laughs> what is
1: it? It's like the loaves and the if this If the magic pudding was a man. That could regenerate and could feed people with his meat. One <laughs> <laughs> just like pull off a bit. Yeah, because like Wolverine obviously, could do that theoretically. Yeah, the idea of Wolverine feeding people with his meat—that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> eh? Yeah, for he sure. He could
0: slice off little bits of himself with his claw hands.
1: And, and I, I reckon could, I reckon that could do well in the director's fortnight at Cannes. <laughs> 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 it's not main competition, but uncertain regard. <laughs> I'm going to write these I'm down. looking at
0: pictures of uh people's artwork for the magic pudding I'm seeing the penguin with pants and such uh, the cheeky the cheeky possums and such
2: Enjoying what you're seeing
0: Yeah
2: Uh well just to take you to that world this is the pudding owners anthem Yeah The solemn word is plighted the solemn tale is told We swear to stand united three pudding owners bold
0: So essentially dinner for your songs we own pudding is essentially what that song was saying. Yep. We own pudding.
2: And it's that for a few more we're verses. We pudding owners. Hurrah, we'll stick together and always bear in mind to eat our pudding gallantly whenever we're inclined.
1: That's a nice, I like that rhyme. I didn't realise it rhymed. I'm feeling like our book's too similar now. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> it's not, that, it's not, not about a pudding.
2: Yes, this is about a pie, which I'm very happy to discover. No, th- it's not the whole yeah, thing's yes, in it's verse.
1: your journey. Exactly. It's huge for you because you're a pie boy. I love pie. Your audience knows you're a pie boy. Yeah, yes. Right? You talk about the pie. I talk about pie He takes a bit. photos of the pie. Because I, I know, like on social media, on, on the television, you talk about pie, but is that like part of this podcast? No, I do
2: talk about pies. What's your favorite pie? Favorite pie, as in a place or favorite type of pie? On like big place.
0: Brand version. You know, you go to, I don't know, like you see Mrs. Mac, you go, oh, great. Or do you go, no. Here's your
1: list. Here's the list. Favorite type of pie. Okay. Uh, favorite big brand of pie, like easily accessible for everyone. And favorite, like, Specific the place. best okay. pie,
2: yeah. Pain, okay, our favorite type of pie, and I judge a country baker on this is a curry beef pie. Fuck yes, love those. I'm
1: a pepper pie man, but I'm, I'm, I've got room for curry pie. Mm-hmm. Broden, steak. Just, I ju- just I, 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 you judge them steak. on the steak. Straight up? Yeah, I think also that, that's beef. a good that's a good way but I think like it. pepper. Is that's why I like the pepper because I think it splits the diff. It's that with a little bit of pepper. Mm. <laughs> our favorite
2: uh, big brand that you can anyone can buy. I love Herbert Adams. Yes. Frozen, firm agree, firm camon, yuck, the beef and cam bear.
1: Oh, no, I don't know if I'd get behind that, but I do <laughs> know that Adam's. I'm a villies man. Villies, villies are good. Working yeah. class Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, villies
2: are good. Yeah, that's a soft spot. you got a soft oh, spot for villies. Oh,
0: me and my brother went to watch a footy game in Adelaide mid this year and got off the plane and both went straight to the villies uh, place mm. and had just had, it was, I think, one of my favourite moments <laughs> of the year.
1: <laughs> in Adelaide they have a 24-hour villies, villies bakery de villies, attached it's called. to their, their factory. What is with
2: Adelaide and twenty four hour bakeries? Because in North Adelaide, there's they also
0: famous. Everyone goes two, yeah,
2: twenty yeah. four hour bakeries, and there's also a twenty four hour Villies.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: that's the best thing. And you ever. go to
1: Villies, and it's it's attached to the factory. Broden was like, "We're going to Villies." I had uh, one of the saddest post show meals of my life. <laughs> it was I think about four a.m. Uber eats to Villies <laughs> It was bad. It was fantastic. Yeah, it's sad, it man. was about m- me and my heart and my mind. <laughs> Eating a pie at four AM. I was just like I could not sleep. You know when you just cannot sleep, and I was just, I was like I'm gonna have my dinner. You know it's four AM, yeah. but this is my dinner. Carry on with the pudding. Oh, oh and the last, and last
2: choice. Last uh, choice. My favorite pie. This is exciting. Place. Mm. Make me hungry. Worth the trip.
1: That's what you'd call it. Worth the trip.
2: This is worth the trip. Steak and onion pie at the Warren Wood Fired Bakery. You're on the Yarra from River.
0: Eltham, yes? Yes. So you're. This is okay.
2: And I went to school in Morada. Yeah, okay. I love so Warrandyth. this is it's beautiful. Though. This is like
0: beautiful. Billy's for you. You know what I mean? Like it's connecting. It, to it the is because
2: I did have a lot of uh, them during high so school. I think
0: you need to be upfront with that. It's a yeah, shame yeah, that I had a, to bring that up. No,
1: yeah. Thanks yeah. for bringing that up. Yeah, because my favorite pie is Phillip Island Bakery pie. But that—that's not because it's the best pie. It's because that's where I went as a kid. And Villy's the same for me, like.
2: Okay, you know. well, guilty is charged over here as well. But God, the steak and onion there is good. I The last time I went, which was a couple of years ago now, I had not one, not two, but three pies. Yeah, I that's sick. It. I love it. it. was so. I felt really ill, but yeah, it was so good because two was definitely enough
1: as a as an outside observer, like favorite since childhood. You know that you can separate the man from the, from it's the hard pie.
0: to. It's, sorry. No, please. I think it's it's hard. To, there's a lot of good pies, not many 10 out of 10 pies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of what's great about a pie is what you put on that pie.
1: I was talking about croissants for summer recently and talking about croissants and why I've never been to Loon, the, the famous croissant croissanterie of Melbourne. <laughs> they have lines around the corner and I, and I said it's like I just don't see how, like I love croissants. Croissants are usually very good. You can have a bad croissant but can a croissant be any better like I feel like once you're in the top, you know what I mean. Most croissants are nine out of ten, so it's such a small variance. Mm. Like oh, it's mm. another point seven. You know what I mean? Can you elevate a croissant that much? Mm. I'll never know because I've not been to Loon. Well, you
2: could go, but you don't want to line up. <laughs> not oh. want to
1: line
0: up. But for please a go on. If there's a ten out ten, yeah. you've been to, you were going through Wagga Wagga and you got a pie, and it was just oh, this is a better best pie I've ever had.
2: Oh, it's so hard to say best pie, but I love uh, the bakery at bridgewater in country victoria and they do and it's a special so it's not all every time but the last two times i've driven through there they've had it nacho pie okay that's sick (gasps) it was it's awesome it's even got
0: like corn chips in there corn
2: chips as well so it's got all the sort of like a mexican sort of meaty mix
1: chicken or meat mix yeah yeah so it's like a sort of uh
2: how would you describe it like a meat meat salsa
1: that sounds fantastic. fantastic. And
2: then fantastic. it's also got the crunch throughout as well.
1: How do they cre- keep it crunchy? I don't know. Is it in? Is it yeah, it in inside so the pie. Or on top? Uh, Beef ones or they crumble it in? Yes, crumbly. Yeah. It's crumbly. Yeah. So you
2: just get little, Oh, By crunch. the end of the day, Scrunch. it'd be a soggy nacho though. Oh, yeah. And a lot of cheese. Ever get cheese it. over the it's top, top as well, yeah. And then they, they bake it inside. So it we, is,
0: we went to drum school in Ballarat across the road on Sturt Street. There was a couple of pie places, but there was one called Anton's that is spaghetti pie. Spag bowl in the middle.
2: Course, this is amazing.
0: Spag bowl, spag bowl in the middle. It's like having a bit of spaghetti in a parcel, pretty much. It was like two dollars fifty. For like, a student, yeah, like, what a oh. treat.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. I um, I, I love that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go out to Warren and get that pie because I I love Warren mm. It's great, beautiful mid-century part of it is also, and around.
2: like part of it is like so. It's a wood-fired bakery right on the on the Yarra. You walk fifteen oh, meters down, yeah. and you can sit. Watch the ducks on the arrow while you're eating your pie. It's all about
0: the experience of the bakery, isn't it? It is,
2: and it's, it's that you don't have sauce sachets. There's a pump action out the yeah. front. You can sauce it up as much as you like. Yeah.
0: I love that. I um, we we shot uh, some videos there in the summer of this year. Um, one of which is a real estate video about how real estate agents are cunts. <laughs> and we shot that in beautiful Warren So Warren is. But
2: didn't go to the bakery. No.
0: no, it was that we actually shot on Invasion Day, twenty uh, sixth of January. So everything was closed.
2: Ah, oh, I reckon the bakery would have been open. I think they closed. Yeah, that's true. Why would they, you close on the busiest day? I think I think they close maybe Christmas Day and New Year's Day or something. And on those one of those days is when they restock the the wood fired oven. In, but other than that, they they burn all year round. Do you dip into the American pie world? Yeah, I've had a few uh, sort of sweet pies. I went to a
0: Thanksgiving in Queensland, funnily enough, and it was all catered um, by a pie company. <gasps> and um
1: (laughs) that's a real wow right the
0: (gasps) the thanksgiving from start to finish i was on a show the the league actor was an american actor and so he he catered this whole is it
2: pie town
0: yes oh my god so good so the the the, the pie was like a turkey cranberry pie for the main then pumpkin pie
2: and
1: did they do turkey pie S'more there, pie. or is it was it more that's just what they did that because it was to, Thanksgiving was the what's it called Pie Town? Pie Town. Pie
2: Town in Brisbane. Yeah, okay. I was there a few few weekends ago. My wow. sister lives up there. We went to Pie Town. What did you have? I had what was did I have? I had it was like a, a I think they called it a Mexican chicken pie. Oof, okay. For my main and for dessert, I had a key lime pie. Sorry. My favorite I sweet pie. That.
1: I do love. That. I can't. I don't think I can go past an apple pie. A good apple pie. They do. An apple pie like I, and I do it. love other pies. Like I love, you know, like I love a lemon meringue. A good lemon meringue, actually. Ooh. Hard to be. Hard to we, be.
0: We, when we lived in, in Los Angeles for a while, I lived down the road from a oh. diner called House of Pies.
2: What? You never and, told me
0: this. And like 28 different dessert pies. It was all
1: dessert pies. Was that? A, you're a savoury pie
2: man. Mm. I'd still be excited. And about none, of the pies, none of the pies that. were good. So they're
0: all five out of ten.
2: Oh, but they're like, we got lots. We've gone for volume. You go and it will be
0: those, you know, big glass, you know, pies everywhere.
2: But, like, they could have been there for three weeks. You don't know. Yeah,
0: I ate it there
1: so often.
2: (laughs) Was it 24 hours? Yeah. That's amazing. Wasn't that
1: my my favourite place in LA to eat is Cantor's Dali, which everyone is like, oh, it's a tourist trap. There's better dalis. But it's like once you're on a thing. Yeah. Once you're on a thing, it's just like. Yeah, I, I got canters so much. Oh, yum! There's a Reuben, Reuben sandwich. When I came back to Ooh. Australia, the the thing like I could not, I can't find a great Reuben sandwich in Australia. There's good Reuben sandwiches, but they're like not, too much bread, not enough Reuben. Never great. <laughs> um, so Reuben is a food, much like the magic pudding.
2: Oh, you're winning the segues now. Thank you. You're winning.
1: <laughs> surprised! It's there, family it's the restaurant.
2: Broden's showing me a photo now. Okay, so we are over halfway, but that is the end of the first slice. But it always takes me a long time to sort of set things up. Is so there two slices? There's probably? four. Wow. But I reckon I can fire through these, I reckon.
1: It's my fault.
2: Uh, so the, the, the next day is the second slice. The trio and their enslaved pie continue on. And then out of nowhere, a fireman appear, appears pulling a hose on like a little horse and cart type thing, yeah. saying, fire, fire. But he's got a helmet so big it covers his face. And he says, oh, can you help me put out this fire? And he points to a oh. cow shed. Who is yeah. this? I'm struggling
1: fire. to imagine what a fireman in 1918 looked like.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. You, you can see
1: that? Yes, I see.
2: And uh, he says, will you help me put out cat. the fire? And they say, of yeah. course we'll help you. We'll help you put out the fire. But then he says to them, but... You probably shouldn't get your pudding near the near the fire. This is, this is you should trick. probably uh, store it in this log over here, and then put a lo- a rock at the end of the log so it can't run away. This and they're like, trick. "Good idea." So they put him in there. Pudding trying to run away.
0: Poor pudding. He's got in the visuals of the. pot He looks like quite like a devilly, like a satanic. Yeah, he's, 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 he's,
1: he's quite an angry young he's, man. He's,
0: he's, he, the pie is not. I mean, the pudding is not cheeky and fun. It's like a...
1: He's cantankerous. So yeah. It makes um, the casting of John Cleese. Yeah, so you can see that, can't
0: you? Yeah. The fact he has a British accent, bizarre. But...
2: <laughs> yes, this Aussie, yeah. Aussie pie. So uh, th- they go off to fight the fire leaving their pudding unattended and then whilst they're putting out the fire. Just
1: look at a picture of me. Oh, Yeah, <laughs> The illustrations man, are He's great. a grumpy little pudding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With the sp- spindly legs. <laughs> oh, I love this. I'm right on board. You've never sold me better. <laughs> so took two hours they
2: go hours. to uh, put out the fire and whilst they're there, they notice that who should come along but the wombat hmm their enemy, the wombat, comes in and steals the pie. They pull off the fireman's helmet, and underneath the helmet, it's been the possum the whole yeah, time. Of the whole thing's been a stitch-up. Yeah, it
1: yeah. It's the tail; they should have been able to tell from the tail. possum's <laughs> notoriously
0: mischievous. They absolutely Rapsupials. are. Can't
2: get him out of the roof. Get him out. So Bill starts fighting the possum, who gets a bit singed by the fire. Wombat run off of the pie. Bill's like, "Do I go after him or do I stick with the possum?" He gets soaked. So. so torn between the two that they both yeah. get away with the pie and the trio are left standing there. Sorry, pudding. I'm so obsessed with pies. They're left puddingless. The pudding's gone. The pudding gone. ran away? Pudding, well, it's been stolen. By? Under the arm by the wombat and the
0: possum. Wombats famously, or not famously, have a, a calcified ass. So the idea okay. is that they burrow into their hole, maybe protecting a younger, you know, a, a baby wombat. Their asses are almost hard and
1: this so cool.
0: And so you can't get into the burrow because there's like a fucking wall. There's stories of wombats crushing the heads of snakes with their ass against the wall of (laughs) stuff. That's
1: like um like uh like that's fucked up. Mm.
0: (laughs) I love it. And you're like you can't get in there, so dingoes or whatever trying to get in there can't get through a wombat's ass. There's weird
1: like fucked up video nasty movies I've watched with scenes similar to that. (laughs) Crushing you. Like, this is up. inappropriate.
0: <laughs> Calcified ass. Calcified, Calcified
1: ass. ass. I had a, um, I went on a little holiday not long ago and um, we opened the fireplace in the morning and there was a possum in there. Burnt? No, it was fine. It, it, the, the fire wasn't lit, thank God, and it came into the fireplace. And then and then we called up na- nature people and they were like, you can get it yourself, just use a towel. Whoa. And they're um, you know, like, and then put it somewhere dark, let it out at night. And, uh, but, and, and then I tried to use the towel and then it ran away. And then I spent the next two hours like chasing a possum around, with a towel around a beach house. <laughs> come here. With a towel, here. trying to chase it. I grabbed it at one point, it pissed all over me. And then I called another guy. I'm like, I can't do this. And they were like, all right, we have a guy around the corner. And he called me. He's like, no, you are got to get the towel over its head. <laughs> he also can't do this. He was like, you're going to get the towel over the head. And then once you put the towel over the head, it like, it. Freaks out, yeah. And, just yeah. and then, and I did that, and I, I, I coddled it up, put it in a. Like, but were you cage.
2: trying to like wrap it in a bathrobe like it was, you know, I just got out of the, the shower, towel covering was the legs to protect yeah, me from like scratch.
1: Your hair, yeah, <laughs> a little, yeah, twist a little on top. twizzler, yeah. And then I set it free <laughs> that <laughs> night, and then you because you, and you have to you have to let it out in your own backyard because otherwise they die.
0: How does it know that it's your backyard?
1: This is the thing, right? They don't have any homing sense. So if you put it somewhere else, it has no idea where it is. That's the problem. It's not that it doesn't know it's your backyard. It's that if you put it somewhere else, it doesn't know where it is. So it doesn't go up trees. It just stays on the ground and gets eaten by a fox. A lot of
0: Australian animals are quite backwards. They have to evolve to be too
1: smart. Like quokkas.
0: Yeah, they're all quite dumb. Koalas are very, very simple animals. And the art, because there's no major predators apart from the dingo, the theory on the dingo is the dingo is actually brought here by like South Asian people as as, mm. um, as domesticated dogs in like 6,000 years ago or something like that. Wow. So ding, ding, you're like, oh, the dingoes are here, there's dogs on Australia. No, someone brought dogs here a long time ago and they've evolved to be the red, like the sand,
1: very interesting. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, like quokkas. They, they've got no natural predator, but they're also not domesticated. They're the only animal that doesn't come up to you or run away. They just sit there. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. You go up to them and then you're like, oh, hello, hello. <laughs> oh, you are lucky there's not a fucking fox on this yeah. island. <laughs>
0: they're like like they're like they're ghosts and it's like you see them, but they don't see you kind of. Yeah,
1: you are nothing to them. Um, but, but it looks like they're smiling if you take a photo from a certain angle. But I'll tell you who's not smiling, the magic pudding. <laughs>
2: So the pudding has been stolen. Yes. They don't know Buy what to do. goddamn wombat. But Possible the koala that, both Bunyip gives them a pep talk. Like, we've got to pull together here. We've got to find this pudding. So they start asking around.
0: Is this like the, this is the moment of the thing, isn't it? It's been an adventure at this point, but now the pudding has gone. Now we oh, are like, we've got to go I find the pudding. Gear. Yeah. So they
2: ask everyone, have you seen the pudding? And everyone just mucks them around. No, one's, no one can give them a straight answer until finally someone says, oh, yeah, I know where they've gone and I know where the wombat lives. And they give them an address, which is a tree. And they get there, but they know if they knock on the door, they won't be let in. So Yeah, like a hollowed out tree. Hollowed out tree. With a door. With a door. Oh, and I it says, that. What can yeah. wombat esquire summer residence is a sign above oh. the tree. It's great fun. But they know they can't knock on the door. They won't be let in. So the koala comes Burn up within it, with it, the down. <laughs> Burn Burn it down. to the ground. <laughs> no, you can't risk the, the pudding. Pudding would regenerate. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's I want, true. can you kill
1: it? Just go it with machine guns. Yeah. God is yeah. You cut the pudding in half, does it regenerate as two puddings? That's what they
0: did in Ed Kelly. They they had the siege at the Glen Rowan Inn and um,
1: They cut him in half and he regenerated.
0: They did cut his head <laughs> two off. Two Ned Kelly's. They used his head as a, the the warden of Melbourne Jail used his head as a paperweight for a long time.
1: His actual head yeah. in a jar? In uh, a- I
0: think it was started. No, it's his skull, I believe. Oh gross. They, the first thing they do after I execute anyone is cut the head off and death mask them. Mm. So you you plaster the head. Um but his body's buried in his home town of Greta, which is something near Beechworth, they don't know where his head is, they reckon. There's rumours they don't know where his head is still.
2: On the warden's desk?
0: Yeah, they, he's dead too probably now. Uh, <laughs> in uh, your opinion. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he was the warden of Melbourne Jail in 1880. So he would now be, say he was 20 then, let's yeah, be generous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would be 163 years old. Wow. Which is unlikely when he's still alive. But I like that that's, that's yeah. older than any Galapagos Tortoise, the most, the oldest Galapagos Tortoise in the world is now 180 um, so if the warden crazy.
2: if the warden was a tortoise,
1: it makes sense. How old it out? do
0: whales get to? It depends on the whale. I listened to a podcast <laughs> and how the you know, this is smoke. off topic,
1: isn't it? Oh I listened to a podcast where they were saying they were breaking down the put book that um, no, they were saying that um, mammals, uh, small mammals have uh, a faster heart rate. Big mammals have a much slower heart rate. But if you break down the life of a human, and then like divide it by the amount of, or times it by the amount of um like heart heartbeats. The life of a human is X amount of heartbeats, right? It turns out that the life of a whale or the life of a mouse, even though a whale goes for nearly a hundred years, a mouse goes, it's the same amount of heartbeats. Or very similar. You average it out. Mammals but a, all, but a mouse is just ticking. Real faster, quick. faster heartbeat, slower heartbeat, but most mammals live the same amount of heartbeats. Just the it's difference is. So if you can slow down your heart rate, you might, can might eke longer. it out a bit longer.
2: Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. No. I think. Well,
0: that makes sense. If you live a calmer life without heart, you know, with a blood pressure and shit like that, you, you know. yeah.
1: Here's but I'm, is that a life? Here's what I'm. I say, to say, as a, a thrill seeker. I, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a relaxed, happy life. Yeah. But <laughs> here's what I'm going
1: to do. If 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 you all have the right now to say that. Exactly Get back to the book. Not a good segue. Because I, when I, when you mentioned possum, I said I'm not going to tell the possum story, and I did, because my brain's not working. So because of the hour and a half, so if I start talking. <laughs> the podcast has been going longer than you slept last night. <laughs> it has, you know, I slept half a Titanic. So if I, <laughs> if I start talking about anything but pudding, yeah. you just go, Zach, do you need to tell this story? Okay.
2: So they get to the wombat's house. And it's a bit of a Looney Tunes uh, situation I here. Love this. Wearing a fake mustache, oh, yeah. Bunny at the Koala knocks on the door and pretends to be from Poodle's Patent Pudding Enlarger. Yeah, okay. And he says, "Oh, I hope you got a, you've got a pudding. If you bring it out, I can use my machine to enlarge it, so you get an even bigger pudding." What's and
1: they
2: the point go, of that?" <laughs> they go, "Well, of course I want a bigger pudding, even though it's." It regenerates size You've got
1: is infinite ir- pudding size is irrelevant it's now it would be less convenient to make that my infinite pudding smaller so i can put it in my yes, pocket yes
2: make it yeah pocket pudding size but no they of course they come out they're greedy they want a bigger pudding mm-hmm. and as they do that bill jumps out from behind the tree and gives them a clip clap clouting and flip flap flouting great yeah. punches them up they steal the the pudding back that's the end of slice 2 they're back
1: Right. There's two more slices. Two
2: more slices. Slice three.
1: Within the book, are we past halfway. Is the first slice quite long? Or yeah, just, yeah,
2: yeah, we're past halfway in yeah. the book, or yeah, in, in the, the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Not halfway in the
1: podcast, though. No. <laughs> Gosh, I'm <sorry. laughs> so I'm going to start talking about pies again.
0: <laughs> I'd prefer to eat pies and talk about them.
1: Yeah, me too. Hundred percent.
2: Should we get a pie after this?
0: Yeah, I'm going to get a pie. No, I got I still got that meeting. Oh no. <laughs>
2: We'll, we'll bring you back, pie. Uh, yeah. So, slice three, they continue on down the road. Bill's now a little bit violent with everyone he meets because he th- suspects them all of being pudding thieves. So, he's mm. still
1: the man. Yeah, Barnacle Bill. Barnacle Bill. Yeah. Barnacle Bill. Yeah.
2: And then on the horizon, you're never going to believe it the wombat and the possum appear, waving a white flag.
0: They surrender. They want some pie. And they war, say. War.
2: Hey, so sorry, we've changed our ways. Good. The last beating you gave us made us realise we can't keep living like this. Yep. We'd, uh, we we want to make up. Wombat's got the flag. Possum's got a, a hessian sack with him and he says, we've actually got a present for you in this sack. And they say, should we trust him? And they go, no, 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 we shouldn't trust him, we shouldn't trust him. But it wouldn't hurt to take at least a little peek in the sack to see what the present is.
0: Uh, here it
1: comes. It's mustard gas. And they decide. <laughs> 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 it, it just takes a horrific turn. <laughs> ah. Now let's find out what's in the bag. What do you reckon's in the bag, Brody? I,
0: I have no idea. I'm actually quite interested. Yeah, me too. Much okay. like the characters, like Barnacle Bill, I do want to see inside. Yeah,
2: cause, and because the, the possum and the one are like, we, we, we can't get it out. You have to have a look in the bag. And they go, all right, here's what we'll do. All three of us will look in the bag at the same time. Wrong. So we see it. So they go, one, two, three. And they look in the bag, the possum and the wombat pull the sack over their heads, pulling it down to their feet before running off again with the pud. Yeah. Now trapped inside a sack together with only their feet showing. Killed the cat. Absolutely. One
1: of them should have looked in the bag. The other one kept the gun on the possum. (laughs) (laughs) They are armed and very
2: dangerous. (laughs) They wander around for a whole day, stepping on each other's feet. They can't get out of the sack. Yeah. Until another character uh, comes along, Benjamin Brandy Snap. An oh, old, an old dog, okay, yeah. who uh, rescues them, yeah. but immediately they get to they they have to think about how we're going to get this pudding back. Again, Bunny yeah. the koala comes up with a plan.
0: They don't deserve the pudding back. They, yeah, they've they been f- foolish. They're, they're, they're absolutely things. foolish, aren't they? That
2: he puts up a sign on a tree that says, "A grand procession of the amalgamated society of the puddings will pass here at two thirty today," reasoning that the koala, sorry, that the. Enemies, the possum and the wombat, will hear about this pudding procession no, we're going to get They and they will not be able to resist. They're going to turn up at two. So now
0: it's on them now. They need to show no ego and not attend that.
2: But they do have ego and they do attend. And then when they get there, they arrive but they don't have the pudding but it's clear that the wombat's got something underneath his hat. Pudding, Pudding. And the others are like, show us under your hat. And he says... No, I'm not There's taking off my hat, <gasps> unless
1: it's like ma- unless it's like ma- like a trap again.
2: But they Under come a up, bag. they come up with an ingenious way of getting him to take his hat off. Okay. They start singing the Australian national anthem, which oh. at the time God the was "God king. Save the king. the king." And then they, one of them says, "Hats off in honor of the king," and not wanting to look like he's you know yeah, you against the king, King
0: George the Second or whatever it was at the time.
2: George, what is what is that? George the was fifth.
0: Yeah, it was his father. You know, Colin Farrell's father. Colin Freel's father.
2: Yeah, that's Colin Five. Farrell. Huh? Colin. Colin Farrell. Farrell. Colin, King's Speech. Not Colin Farrell. Colin. Firth. Firth. Colin Firth. Firth's father. <laughs> yeah. Father. And he was George the sixth, wasn't he? He became George the sixth. So he's is he and his King brother VIII? was Edward, VIII. Edward the eighth. Edward. Yes. So George the fifth.
0: Yeah, George V. fifth. But he and he was preceded by, um, King Elizabeth. Was that an Elizabeth the or Victoria? Victoria.
2: Nothing. Is there someone after Victoria? George V in nineteen eighteen. We are okay, correct. Okay, good, good,
0: good. Thank God. So he was pre-
2: uh, pre-de- predeceased by Edward the Seventh.
0: Edward and before then, Victoria. I believe so. There's video footage of Queen Victoria out there. Is Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's good. Yeah, just enough. the
0: briefest moment, but you.
2: Yeah, yeah that's really interesting. Yeah. Again, so <laughs> he takes his hat off, and they see the pudding. There's a fight. Again, they steal the pudding back. Everything's normal again. That's the end of the third slice. Fourth and final slice. Does
0: it get stolen again?
2: Final Adventure. You're never (laughs) going to believe
0: it. Oh, you fucking idiot. It doesn't
2: get stolen here. But they get to the sleepy town of Toorulu.
0: Yeah, beautiful name.
2: Yeah where they are approached by men dressed in suits and top hats. Oh, that, it's the
0: fucking that, Wombat. That and cover their
2: faces.
0: Oh, you dumb fuck! You deserve the pudding stolen. But
2: they refuse to take off the top hats, saying that on doctor's orders they, they don't want to get a cold or sunstroke so they have to keep the hats on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is the structure, and it would be interesting to know if Lindsay was a fan of Pokemon because this has the structure of Team Rocket. Yeah. Blasting <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <tossing> up again. <laughs> yeah, like and, he's, and the pudding is Pikachu. So I wonder if he ever watched much Pokemon.
1: I think he was a big Pokemon maniac. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, that makes
1: sense. He probably played the. Uh, he was probably before the show. Yeah. So he probably played the game. Yeah. Yeah. Big Pokemon Red <laughs> fan. So I don't think the show was around in 1918. Yeah, it's true. It was just black and white. Um, so maybe game Boy. the early yeah. Game
2: Boy Pocket. Game Boy Pocket. <laughs> game Boy Pocket. Yeah. Good stuff.
1: <laughs> team Rocket. They're Team little Rocket. Sticker print. Sticker printers. They're Team Rocket. Did they have sticker printer attachments? Oh, Hudson. Those the the printer. Yeah, the little printer. The Did little they printer. have that in 1918? Yeah, I think that's when it came out yeah. actually. That's weird because then it would take another like seven years before there was a Game Boy to attach it to. Yeah. <laughs> it just sat there on the shelf. Yeah, it but Pokemon's
0: huge empire. Yeah. That's huge.
1: <laughs> huge empire.
2: So these people won't take their hats off. Bill's like, I've had enough of this crap. Yeah. Punches them anyway. Rips their hats off. Bit of a commotion is caused. The mayor of the town rocks up and says, what's going on in my town? Mm. Is there a riot? And they say, no, it's not a riot. These guys stole our pudding and the, the wombat and the possum are like, what are you talking about? We never stole a pudding. So the mayor gets his uh, local police officer, there's only one for the whole town, to arrest them all. But yeah. the cop's like, I'm not going to arrest all these people. There's only one of me. Mm. And then whilst the mayor's telling him off, the pudding comes up and uh, pinches the mayor on the leg. Oh, you're cheeky. And man. the mayor says, that's assault, <laughs> arrest the pudding. So the
1: cop's like, all right, oh, cool. I'm going to arrest the cool. pudding.
2: Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, And that's the end of the no, then
1: they he go can to eat the, off his own arm. No, then no. they go. <laughs> he can he can eat off his own arm. He can he can chop himself up to fit through the bars. <laughs> they have underestimated this yeah. magic putting. Well, they take him to
2: a local courthouse. Where are they?
1: Trying for pinching a cop.
2: Yep. It. But there's a judge and an usher there. But they're they're but only
0: one cop, but a courthouse. Yeah. <laughs> what That's bullshit? They yeah. would be taken to like a a, 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 a rural center. Like a Ballarat or a like a
2: processing center. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: they wouldn't like Ballarat. We grew up, we studied in. That was the court cases in Ballarat represented most of the Wimmera, uh, yeah, the, the, the Mallee, really. like the the east, the west region of Victoria. The fact that they would have
1: one cop at a courthouse makes fucking no zero sense. sense. Zero. Should
2: chance. we stop here? Out of res- I know i no, disrespected benefit, by, benefit, by I've,
1: I've, the, the, just Don't pothole. stress about my meeting. I made my choice. I'm in. <laughs>
2: You want to know? I sent a message. There is plot holes
1: left, right, and center. But
0: go on, please. The courthouse. We're at the courthouse.
1: But you know what? I love the charm of of the mayor of a town being an escalation. I feel like that's a that's a trope that is no longer
0: the mayor of Tauruloo.
1: Wouldn't that be like great if it was like, oh no, the mayor is here?
0: Yeah. You don't see that anymore.
1: Sally Cap. Yeah, Sally Cap the no, man. Sally Cap, you can wrap it up, but I you do not wrap it up on account of me. I'm I'm ready to go. I want, I genuinely now am yeah, I'm yeah. i intrigued. So what they at the courthouse?
2: Yeah, the courthouse, and there's a judge and an usher there playing cards. Not,
1: not usher the musician. No, no, usher is not there. Not. No, I know that just for the listeners. What's his name? Yeah.
2: Raymond the third. Yeah, it's not usher. No usher. There is an usher. An usher. An usher. Yeah. Maybe his father, Raymond the second. Yes, maybe. They're they're playing cards. They're like, oh, what's this? They don't want to get really involved. But then they see the pudding and they go, oh, the pudding on trial. They start eating the pudding. Mm -hmm. They start hoeing into the pudding. Barnacle Bill is furious that his pudding has been stolen away from him again and Mm. being eaten by strangers. Mm. So
0: eating something that's sentient, the court hearing, starting to feel more and more like the Dharma show I watched. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy to see where this goes.
2: Um, and then, um, but they're not interested in trying the case and Bill says there's only one way to prove the Pudding's innocence and the guilt of these thieves and that is for me to put them on trial myself. So he...
1: The judge says this.
2: No, this is Barnacle Bill. So he ah. puts the, the possum and the wombat in authority? the stand. By what authority? He's he, the judge. he makes the mayor the mayor, the mayor, and the, the local cop be the 12 members of the jury oh. and he just starts prosecuting oh. and leading witnesses... To prove that the wombat and the possum are putting this, are is, pudding this thieves. is
0: close to a plot we do in our new TV show. So it's uh, yeah
2: it's
1: very close. <laughs> really, yeah, this is wild. Yeah, it's gone off the rails a bit. It has gone off the. It's a little rails. bit silly. Yeah, but I love it. Then what happens? Is this the end of slice? 3? Well, no. B- no, oh, this, is the, this is the final slice. <gasps> oh,
2: we're in four. The fourth and final slice. <gasps> Bill leads all the witnesses to say that yes, the pudding thieves are guilty. Good. Except Albert the Pudding who yells out, that's all lies for well you know that you and old Bill Barnacle and Sam the Penguin collared me off curry and rice after rolling him off the iceberg. You killed a man. You killed a man. But Bill is like, shut up, Albert, ignores yeah. the pudding and changes the subject by informing the court that he's heard that the poison, sorry, that the pudding was poisoned 10.30 this morning. He's like, don't listen to him. He's been poisoned. Mm-hmm. Hearing this from the back of the room, the judge is like, what? The pudding's poisoned, but I've been eating the pudding. Oh There's chaos in the courtroom. Everyone's freaking out. Taking full advantage of the chaos, Barnacle Bill, yeah. Sam the penguin, Bunyip the koala and their new friend Benjamin Brandy the dog yeah. and, of course, the pudding make a break for it mm. and they run out of the courtroom.
1: Is the pudding quite willing at this moment?
2: Yes, he wants to get out of there. Yeah. And
1: then it all, it
2: all gets a bit self-referential. Bill says... Here we are pretty close up to the end of the book and something will have to be done in a tremendous hurry or we'll be cut off short by the cover. Bunyip Bluegum, the koala, says, The solution is perfectly simple. We have merely to stop wandering along the road and the story will stop wandering through the book. Wow. So that's what they do. They stop wandering and they settle down in a tree house which is surrounded by a paddock that the pudding can run in and make rude remarks to passers-by, as he likes to do. He's
0: rude pudding. Rude he's a rude pudding. little man. Rude pudding.
2: And at night they pull the ladder up to the treehouse so no pudding thieves can ever break in. Good. And they basically live happily ever after.
0: Oh, come on, man. Come on,
2: Lindsay. The, the book finishes with Bill singing the chorus to one of his favourite songs called Salt Junk Sarah. He says... Home, 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 that's the song of them that roam. The song of the roaring, rolling sea is all about rolling home. The end. Oh. That's where the book ends. That's the fourth and final slide. I love the self We're clapping, the Broden. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We're in. running out of pages. Ah. Let's
0: go. Let's live here.
2: Yeah,
1: and then well, there's a picture at the end of uh, of the little treehouse, and they look happy. What is the ending of a story, but um, what is a happy ending? But just where where you choose to end the story, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man, that's powerful. Is it? If it does it break the fourth wall at any other point?
2: No, that's the only time. Fuck, that's sick.
0: Just throwing like in, throwing in at the end. It's like um, what's the what's the what's the Mel? What's the, the like a little burst of magical realism, right? Producers I mean? Mel Brooks, the uh, cowboy one. Yeah. Blazing, Blazing Saddles.
1: Saddles.
0: Mm. They, he, they he'd probably just watch Blazing Saddles.
2: <laughs> yeah, influenced by Pokemon and Blazing Saddles. What a hack!
1: I think your timeline is all out of whack. <laughs> oh, I think so. Yeah. I just want to eat a pie now. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna have a little sleep after this. Yeah. Hey, thank sleep. you so
2: much for for persisting with me through no, the magic pudding. It. What do you think of the book? Neve heard you've heard another
1: pudding book. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. You enjoyed that a lot, like legit. I was I was hooked. About I was not a fan, and then um, when did I get on board? Like about about halfway through, end of slice, kind of halfway through slice two. I see. I was I was there. Yeah,
0: I see the potential the- for the canon. You know the mopras and the yeah. things.
1: I can see why people are drawn to it, not just because it's iconic. I think sometimes the operas, it's like funding, but I hear that and I'm like, that's a fun story.
0: More than food, I think kids do like talking about food, but also more than anything, kids love a cheeky character. Mm-mm.
1: Yes, and the pudding is definitely a cheeky, cheeky character.
0: Adults doing stuff, someone being naughty and
1: cheeky. I love cheeky. I think they also just love like... Um Things not being too bound by things, it's just like you know, just yeah. go to the snow, go to the you know, like just go. This story goes a, places. Killed a rotund man. You know? <laughs> it was when they were in the ice. That's I think when I got on board when it was like this flashback to them on the ice and like killing a man. Like <laughs> yeah, it's, fuck it's like
0: stick through episode two kind of thing, you know? I don't yeah, stick through to it. To
1: yeah. It'll get you. Up. And then it gets a little like repetitive in, ep- they, in episode eight. Yeah, you know, they start thieving there. But episode ten is like it goes in and it's. Uh, fun. I crazy. like where the
0: man who wrote this for a bet gets bored and ends it.
1: Yeah, that's I love that.
2: I <laughs> yeah, love you know, that. just go, oh, let's wrap it up here. Yeah, legit.
0: Because in, in today there'd be 19 of these books. He I'm
2: surprised. Written. I thought that there would have been part yeah. two, part three, but no.
0: He was too busy boxing. <laughs> yeah, boxing, painting. Took a big KO and never wrote
1: yeah. again. After he Heidelberg, which is the bush yeah. to draw some pieces. Yeah, so, so far, <laughs> the trek to Heidelberg. Was he from Melbourne?
2: Uh, where was he? was I born.
0: I reckon Sydney He's in New South Welsh. I'm right. going to go with Hobart just for, you know, yeah, I, think for sure. I think
2: his father is from Derry, <laughs> he's Northern Irish. Irish, and he's from born in Creswick in Victoria. Oh, Creswick, really? Creswick. Yeah, yeah, that's just on the outskirts of North Ballarat. North of Ballarat, I say here, but he died in Sydney in 1969 at the age of 90. Whoa. So he had plenty of opportunities to write sequels.
0: Yeah, and he lived his time. He lived through all the fucked up stuff. Yeah. So two great wars, um, that's it. That that was such a good story. Thank you for having us. Uh, thank you, thank you so time. much for,
2: for joining me. The only thing we left left it was we score it out of five. Yeah. How five. does this? You're gonna give it a five from I was, Zach? I was
1: fucking sold.
2: Five, five out five of five. Yeah, I loved it. Five. Five. Out of five, not out of ten. Let's remember. We once
0: out. did a podcast called The Podcast where we ate 20 puddings and reviewed them back to back. Um,
2: that sounds delicious. But I gave all was those puddings t-
0: five, so I feel like I need to give this as five. Was as
2: it torture one. by the 20th pudding? Were you by feeling- the third pudding it was torture. Yeah, we yeah. did it
1: twice. We did it over Zoom the first one because it was in a lockdown. So you had to have 20
2: puddings delivered to, to each house? yeah. Where do you get twenty puddings? Coles, Is there twenty puddings? puddings?
0: There was oh, maybe sixteen. Yeah, little it, cups, so like steamed ones. Little, gosh, little. I wouldn't have thought there'd yeah. be
1: like a, like maybe four options. You're going bottom no. of the shelf. You're going shelf stable puddings. <laughs> And um, they have, there's like a, a a taste to everything blueberry it's microwaved but. like that, like a, this artificial taste, it's disgusting that, mm. that, that one you can company only taste that by the end. One company, I forget their name, but one company
0: was like 80% of them. They and were like the pud people and wow. shelf stable pud, and yeah. they were bad, bad. Some puds were good. At, um, the best puds you're going to get on the at a shopping center are like, um, you know, your chocolate uh ones, you know, like your tinned frozen, you know, Ceralea, frozen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 like, yeah.
1: Uh, it's really shelf life. Refrigerated, <laughs> refrigerated, best. Frozen, second best. Life, yeah. Shelf stable. Do not touch. It. <laughs> Never go. There. Just get a chucky. Instead. Haven't said that
0: if you eat them independently without having nineteen. <laughs> yeah, they're, maybe they're, they're okay. better. They are better, but, but not the shelf stable no, ones. I could eat. You know, I'm a sweetie boy. I could eat. I could eat one, but not twenty back to back.
1: You, you could, Did you ever eat the shelf stable ones? Yeah,
0: you? I think. I think I did like one. Just buy it. Oh yeah, that'll do. But it's not great,
1: you know. Always room for Christmas food is available at bookstores or online. Mm.
2: Check it out. I'll, I'll give it five out of five for your book and the Magic Pudding as well. Let's give it you, you, if you're five. Are being honest about our
0: book? Like is our book as good as a you an know, Australian yeah. classic?
1: Absolutely. Yeah,
2: All
0: right, that's, that's really so nice amazing. of you. But.
1: Absolutely. All good bookstores. People can check it out or order it online. If you're international, go to auntiedonna.com. I think there's international links. Just go online. Check it out. Always check it Christmas out. Christmas food. Perfect Christmas gift. For Isn't someone. it? Absolutely. Really
0: good, really good if, Christmas. If you walk yes. into this podcast studio right now, so 106 on Tuesday, the 18th of October, 2022, mm-hmm. um, you will get a free book.
2: Okay. <laughs> right we're just, now. we're w- waiting for that door to open. Didn't God, happen. it would be
0: great. It's now. It's too late. Yeah, you missed it. You missed it.
2: Damn. Can I keep my copy?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Someone just opened the door. <gasps> no,
1: what would you do if someone walked in no, and said, "I'm huge. a time traveler"? I mean, I've, I've invented time <laughs> travel. I was listening to this podcast twenty years. I like give them a book
2: and then like ask
1: them a million questions. This How is I proof
2: I that time travel doesn't exist, though, doesn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've well, tested I did,
1: time travel on a podcast
0: before, and it never. We did this on the podcast. I said, if else. you come here right now, I'll give else. you a million dollars,
1: and no one can. No one's done it yet.
2: Yeah. Well, and gym. no one's
1: done it ever. No one that's ever listened to that podcast has invented time travel. Yeah, wow. But or a million dollars isn't worth much by the Yes, year. or what? because of inflation. But They're what like, if I'm not going to travel? Reveal through Reveal time. time travel. But
2: if the inventor of time travel hasn't been born yet, maybe they haven't heard that yet.
1: But they have. They, but haven't they? They had the opportunity that the deal was you had to go mm-hmm. unless it's a multi multiple universe thing. Maybe they have done it. Maybe there is a universe where. You were in the room. We said that that was the deal, and they did come. Mm. And we split in that moment.
2: Yeah. Would you be happy, or would you be disappointed? You've got to come up with a million dollars
1: somehow. I'd be, I'd be fucked. You'd be, I don't in have a bit a of trouble. You'd be in a little trouble, a little yeah. bit of trouble. But also, yeah. it'd be so amazing. You in that moment, you could say, "Could we work together?" Because I think we could get a million dollars with with what you know.
0: Yeah, I'll just go back and get <laughs> ten years worth of sports. I'll do the full. Back to the future. Too. Well,
1: they would have the technology for like yeah.
0: So why are they fucking around with? Yeah, me? maybe
1: that's the answer. They don't need your money. If they can travel through time, they've they they would know like the latest Oculus headset. You could sell that back to Facebook, and everyone could get on the on the metaverse. Wow, like that. You need to offer them something that money can't buy. And unfortunately, your body is on for yeah. sale.
2: So yeah. Yeah. you've got nothing.
0: Yeah. Oh well. Well, at least we've had a wonderful time
1: listening to a great book with Dave Warnicke.
2: Hey, thank you so much for joining me on Book Cheat. Really appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate I'm so you. sorry
1: that I dragged it out. <laughs> oh, it I'm sorry fun. that I fell asleep about halfway through. But I warned you. Put you back. Broden had a good time though. I could see it in his eyes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I thank you
2: so time. much. Um, that's that's the end of, of this week's episode. I am, if you're listening to this hot off the press, I'm in Sydney this Saturday afternoon good. for a live Book Cheat with Alexi Toliopoulos oh, and D goodness. Fidge. Going to have a great time. Oh, what book? We are going to do our Blockeries If You Don't Want to Know. Some people don't want to know. i oh, buck block your ears. We're going to do, uh, I promised Alexia I'd do something that's been adapted into a movie. Yeah, yeah, because he's a so movie So I'm doing, he's a big movie guy. Is he We're like doing, movies? doing. Yeah, that's his book. Apparently, apparently, it's his thing. He knows uh, a lot about <laughs> him. He's seen every movie. I'm going with. <laughs> Not Moneyball. Uh, fast forward now The 39 Steps. Oh, great. Uh, the Alfred that's Hitchcock. A play, too. Yes, it's been adapted multiple, multiple times. I so I'm reading the original read it, book. Nor seen the play, nor seen the film. Yeah. Well, tune in. Yeah, well, to another episode. But if you want to come see, us, if you want to see it, see it live, come to uh the Vanguard this Saturday afternoon, October twenty two. I'll book
0: my tickets.
2: Thank you. And if you're a time traveler, you can come for free. That's my deal. Yeah. Any time travelers free?
0: Well, if this that don't do that because people will listen to this and then show up and lie and say they time. Fuck. Okay. All right. It doesn't work.
1: You've got to prove have it. Have to say, come through the door right now. now. If you come through the door right now, you're getting you're free tea. Okay, te- I'll say that at the door. No, no, no. no. You say right <laughs> now. We'll release this after it. <laughs>
2: oh, okay, okay, okay. You've got to walk through the door right now and you can come for free to this Saturday. And I'll even hang out with you until then.
1: Not through the door. So okay, they're, sorry. They're sorry, everyone. All right. a shorter amount of time. Oh, no, no. They could have done it at any time.
2: They could have. Anyway, Zach Broden, thank you so much. <laughs> Always room for Christmas board check it out fantastic stuff Uh, I'll be back soon with another episode but until then I'll say books forever goodbye (laughs) ACAST powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend